listening to a Cool Truth Podcast production. Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com. All right, what's up? What's up? What's up, baby? Cool Truth. Long hiatus. We are back. We're going to talk some wrestling, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. With me, the co-hosts, The Wild Thing, White House. What is up, my brother? How are you? What's up? Go Phillies! Yeah! Ooh. Oh, wild We're Thing. All wild. This is coming out soon. swinging this week. Oh, he's coming out swinging. You, you, hear, you hear the voice. <laughs> A little too soon. Jeez. And we both, I mean, we both lost. What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> I mean, normally it attacks me. You yeah. hear him. You hear him. He is the Hollywood writer himself, the executive producer, Lady for True Zone, Hollywood Jeff Edwards. Uh, a, a rebuttal. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'll take my, I'll take my, uh, my blame. For the uh, three-week layoff that we had um, Monday night, the the World Series was a game three gets rained out, and then they went Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, kind of changed that whole yeah, schedule. It, yeah, it, 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 it blew the whole week, man. Right? It did. It did. It did. And uh, yeah, I got myself wrapped up into that for no good reason. So, hi, White House, how you uh-huh. doing? What's up, brother? <laughs> well, <laughs> as yeah. I mean, let's just put it out there, though, as as White House is on the attack here, the first week we missed because White House oh, was uh, dude. incapacitated. It's a, uh, yeah, how are you know. feeling, sir? Let's be. I, yes, how are you? All, right. okay. all kidding you aside, know, how are you feeling? I, you know, I, I'm all right. You know, we're what? This is week almost. Wow, shit. Four more days. Four weeks. Um, October 14th, Friday. Friday afternoon, coming home from work. Shitty. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm all right. You know, I'm still dealing with some uh, head stuff. I got to see a neurologist. Uh, I think the concussion's still lingering a little bit. Um, but outside of that, I'm glad I'm. Hell, outside of that, I'm glad I'm. All, I'm all right. Got a new car. So did you, you know? forget so, to duck the lariat? Like, uh, um, um, dude, no I, cowboy there. Or? I, you know, it's funny because there was a little bit of. You know, I was trying to slow down because this truck decided. He wanted his nose, the nose that his nose of his truck in, in in the road. So I'm coming, I'm coming to a stop, and I guess the truck behind me didn't really see the red lights. Decided he was going to clip me. Oh, meaning like uh, those brake lights? Yeah, brake lights. Those you things know, that like work. warn people that you're you know? slowing down. Oh, those, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and so he decides to clip me by uh, driver backside, and then I would say about 20 seconds later. I had a veteran, a, 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 a Volkswagen Jetta in my back seat. So that's oh, what took my car. Um, sucks it was paid off, but now I got a freaking car oh. car loan again. It sucks. sucks. But You know, that reminds no, me of the, uh, the one really bad car accident that I was in. I was uh, headed to work. This was probably, oh, shit. Uh, I actually, I think this is before I met you even White House. Uh, this is, that's how long ago it was. Um, I was on Queen Street in Southington, which White House would know. Um, yeah. and I was making a left turn, 
So I was stopped and I got creamed on the back passenger side. And I, I, I had my wheel turned already to make the left. So when I got hit, I, I don't know if my foot came off the brake or it just the force pushed me in the oncoming traffic. And I, I got hit so hard, my car was actually facing the opposite direction. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it, the yeah. car like, was smashed around me. And um, when I kind of, like, realized what happened, I, I saw, the like, the smoke. And I didn't know if the car was catching fire or, you know what I mean? Like, my instant yeah. reaction was, like, I'm getting out of this car. And I could not open the door. So I oh. literally, like, put my shoulder and my forearm bashed the door open enough that I could literally, like, bend it open. I mean, it, it was a total loss, obviously. So I got out of the car. And I don't know if my adrenaline was going or whatever. So when they first got there, they called an ambulance and they came. And I was like, I'm okay. And then when I went to give this statement to the police officer, um, he looked at me and he said, you are right. And I was like, no. I was like, I, I think I need to go to the hospital. Like, I, I can't move my leg. And he's like, all right, let's finish this statement and see how you feel. And like halfway through, he looked at me again. And he's like, if you want to sit down. And I was like, yeah. So he helped me like sit down on the grass and he called the ambulance back and, uh, you know, took my statement. And I ended up going to the hospital. I mean, I didn't, I didn't have like, it, it was more like bruising and, you know, just from the, my knee probably hit the dashboard as near as near as we could tell. But the worst part about it is they cut my fucking favorite jeans off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So, so White I mean, House that... was a victim of a car wreck, and so was I. Called the Philadelphia Phillies. So <laughs> there's two car wrecks that happened. I mean, I mean, right. let, let's be honest. That White House was a victim of a car wreck at the same time that he was a victim of a car wreck watching our baseball team. So <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> that's that true too. Yeah. Like a, like ended, that happened, car wrecks and... for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> in the fourth quarter it's very fucking since, fantastic since since we're on the uh the subject of sports right now uh obviously we have two teams playing in the same division uh i'll you know I'll kick it to hollywood how you feeling yeah. about the uh washington commanders you've been in a lot of games the record's not great at four and five but yeah could be better could be worse kind of thing yeah um i'll tell you what the the whole carson wentz experiment i guess is has to go away because he gets, you know, he had, we had four in a week, what, four in a row? Almost four. So we had three, three in a row. But he got the one win. He had the, the thumb surgery. And back to uh, square one, Taylor Heineke comes in, rips off two wins in a row, you know, has them looking okay, mm-hmm. you know. But that's about as good as we're going to get this year. I mean, it's a, it's the same old fucking story. It's the Dude, same I old story. Like... You could change the name. You could you could change whatever you want. <laughs> We're it's going to be the same old story. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like with Heineke, like, obviously there's a ceiling there. Yeah. But at yeah. least the guy has balls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, has he may win, he, he may lose, but at least he has some guts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Enjoy that. And then, our, you know, our football right team, about. obviously, is uh, ahead of schedule, playing over their head a little bit. Here, Hell yeah. Uh, and, so, and some... In some respects, but well coached, uh, you know, some good, mm-hmm. some bad. And I honestly, I, I mean, when you look at the schedule for the Giants, and I'm sure White House would agree and jump in, bro. Um, coming out of the break here, you know, if they get, and I think they will, um, Houston this weekend and Detroit the week after, mm-hmm. you know, 
That's eight, eight and two. two I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I honestly, I think they're. I personally think they're going to make the playoffs now. But there, there's no way they're not going to make the playoffs then. Well, um, Philly might be ten and zero by then. So yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, with the with the, with the, with the wild God. card, with the wild cards, you know amazing. what I mean? Like, dude, it's yeah. just amazing, man. They're they're Philly. doing a they're they're in a rebuild, like quote unquote no, rebuild. You know and they're freaking eight and zero. Listen, you're not you're not a rebuild when you trade for no, AJ Brown, though. You know the the one thing they did is Philly did, and uh, I you know shout out to the bed and breakfast picks and uh, AC and the fan right here on Cool Truth Podcast Production. Just throwing it out there if you guys want to listen to those shows. Sutton, I talked about both those shows. Is Philly did a great job while they were retooling. Is they never gave up in the trenches. They always drafted offenses and defensive linemen, and then they went and found their skill guys. You know, in trades and. Bringing in AJ Brown, you know, maybe drafting a guy here, maybe just getting lucky with a guy there, and you know what? They probably got a little bit lucky with Hurts, to be honest. I watched Hurts his entire college career, and I, I still not like, I'm still wondering. You still think he's how not he's that this good, of a good in the NFL? Right? Yeah, but he's, you know what? Some guys just have that it factor, and he just mm-hmm. he has the it factor, and I think he's getting better, which is right. I mean, obviously, he has a lot of weapons. We get it, uh, but he's not. Uh, if if you're gonna you're gonna tell me they can't win a Super Bowl with that guy, I'm probably gonna argue with you. I I, pro- I, I mean, I don't think he's gonna be Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or fucking you know Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, but he's that next level, that next tier, which is good enough to win in the NFL. And and the most disgusting thing of all this is that you know they could win and they could go on and, and you know probably going to represent the NFC because there's a lot more have nots than haves in the NFC at the yeah. moment. Yeah. But well, they're, they're still but, beatable though. Um, guys, right, they are, are the clear favorite right now though. Right. But the most disgusting fact is, so when we go into the spring, if the draft was happening right now, say we fast forward and if everything stays where it is right now, Philadelphia Eagles have the seventh pick in the draft. Yep. Yep. Is that on a, based on a trade? Yep. Yes. What was the trade? That might have been from the Wentz trade, actually. That's the Wentz trade. It's the Colts pick. The Colts, yeah, the Colts trade. Wait, so wait, they so the, have a top ten draft pick. But how, but how? Wait, wait, but how did how? I have to look into that because how would they get? Because they got Wentz from the Colts. They traded no, 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 Wentz no. To the Colts. They traded Wentz too. This the is the last. This is the last. I'm talking about Philly. No. Oh, Philly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Philly has the cold yeah. pick from yes. trading. Wentz yes. To... Oh, yes. My... Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no. They Dude, have... right now, you're if, a moron. If... Yeah. Right now, they have the seventh fucking pick. Think about, think about the Colts for a second. They <laughs> got Wentz. Didn't work. They got Matty Ice. Didn't work. Yep. They played this rookie. They fire their coach. They hire a coach with no coaching experience, hasn't coached in 10 years, and he coached high school. And then they hire an offensive coordinator who's like some kind of passing game coordinator that's never called plays before in his life. I mean, listen, I probably said this on Better Six this week, but I'm telling you right now, I am uh, putting it full shekels. And I don't even like the Raiders this year because I think their fucking coach is terrible too. Josh McDaniels, thank God the Giants didn't hire him down back in the day. Right. Uh, he's fucking terrible. Uh, but I'm telling you right now, I'm putting a few shekels on 
the the black and gray this week. Mm. Yeah. How could you not? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. could be that could be embarrassing. I I have no idea what Ursay's uh, like. Tony Khan's booking right now. He's just you know one week. Damn, that did not take long. <laughs> Ryan gone, the OC gone, the head coach gone. Jeff Saturday's the head coach. Why not? Yeah, snort another line, Ursay. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. Uh, yep. But yeah. So it, it, this this is a crazy this is a crazy league right now. This I, you know what I got I got to say. Uh, there's there is a there is a lot of juice, you know. You got Hertz, you got Tagovailoa, you got uh, Josh Allen, you got Mahomes, you got uh, Lawrence, you got uh, Herbert. You know, some of the older quarterbacks are struggling, which I think adds a little juice in the sense that it's so it's wide hard, open. Yep. But the one, the one, now. yeah, Justin Fields, who I'm not a big fan of, but hey, look at the, I mean, I mean he's he's running like a fucking lunatic. Yeah, I know. Hard to knock him, right? I take him in fantasy. I'll tell you that. Yep. Uh, but uh, you know, the the one thing I'll say though is the overall gameplay is fucking atrocious in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, missed field goals, missed extra points, penalties, uh, coaching decisions that. You know, I, I listen. I know we're fans and we don't know shit. I get it, but there's certain times where you watch enough football and you're like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, it drives you crazy. And and it, uh, the problem is, the worst games seem to all be in prime time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I thought I thought a lot of these the prime time schedule. I thought they'd be flexing it out every week. Like every week, I look and I'll be like, "Ah, that's that's." Well, no, they out. couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah. They can't start till week eleven. I don't so know they why, all, but yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> Listen, after this year, they might be yeah. like, "All right, week <laughs> so, two, flex." <laughs> yeah, so, 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 boys, it's not the it's not the Colts pick; it's the trade that they did with the Saints last year. Because the Saints, what did they move up to get Olave or something? They moved up to in the drafts in, la- in, the draft? in last year's draft. Okay. Okay. So, so Eagles have the Saints. Pick and right now it's it was number seven, but it looks like it's 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 in the top ten. But oh, yeah, it's oh, yeah, well they're seven. gonna get a good pick. Yeah, and like, again, again, yeah. and that's an yeah. offensive lineman. There's that kid from the northeast. Yeah, well they listen. There. They could do I mean, that, or I mean, well, or trade again. there's a trade. lot of quarterbacks in this draft that people are gonna want to move up for, and yeah, that is yeah. gonna be a oh, yeah. they're, they're gonna, gonna get a haul for that pick if they want to yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, because I think the so, first three a lot, a lot to look into. It's a lot to ah, look into, you know. Yeah. But yeah, fuck. All right, let's me. let's um for the wrestling people, we're sorry, but you know, it was just fun to talk a little sports with the <laughs> we're boys. We're catching up. We're catching especially, up. Especially yeah, no, especially for the cool true side of it, because it's you know it's become more of a sports network lately. So I think it's cool to hear hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, but we'll get into the wrestling. Uh, did we lose White House? No, I'm here. I'm good. Oh, I heard. I heard. Like I, I heard whatever that was, but. Oh, okay. I was like, did we lose him? <laughs> Boo. Um. Yeah. So I mean, a lot has happened in the world of wrestling since we last talked. Obviously, uh, we don't have a lot of um information of what's really going on with Punk and you know, there's been some vignettes or whatever with the Elite, yeah. but they're not it's back. Weird. So weird shit we're gonna, though. Yeah, it is. It is strange, but we're gonna get into AEW on the uh, second half of the show here. Let's uh, let's jump into the positive th- side of things. I would say uh, 
WWE, you had some uh, commentary changes. Uh, we had the uh, Crown Jewel. There's a lot of, uh, you know, middle-of-the-road storylines that I think are pretty good. Uh, some really, you know, great stuff going on with the Bloodline and Sami Zayn and the Usi. And, uh, you know, a great main event at Crown Jewel. So let's let's start there. Hollywood, I'll kick it to you. Uh, Crown Jewel, what stood out to you? Yeah, so the main event obviously stood out, uh, especially Logan Paul's performance. Fucking guy. We talk we talk about this all the time when you see an actual athlete uh, that's not a wrestler come in and they just wow us because they're athletic with the, the athleticism. This is his, what, third match? Third. Yeah, third, third yeah. match. Yeah. My God. And he's doing moves. Like, he's doing basic old school moves, making them look great. And then he pulls off that that switch switching direction in the air that he videoed that went viral on his yeah, phone, on you know, as he's in yeah. the middle of the ring Fuck onto the table. Oh, man. It's, it's, I don't know what to say. Like, as I enjoyed that, it stood out to me. Yes, to answer your question, but. What do these guys like uh, Triple H, Sean, and NXT now? When they see a guy like this come in, what are they telling like the young wrestlers? Because you have people, you see it all the time. They walk out there, they don't look comfortable, and they're seasoned on the indies. You know, eight years in, and they're going out there. And Logan Paul just catches on like it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, what are you supposed to tell these kids that come up? Yeah, I, I think I think to be fair too to Logan Paul. And, you know, in the past, we've talked about this with Ronda Rousey and, you know, other athletes, uh, professional athletes, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar yeah. comes to mind. You know. right. But the one thing I'll give Paul credit, it's not it's not only just that he's an athlete um, and obviously has some strength and all that. He he put the work in too, to at least. I mean, I, I, I mean, even saying learn the basics is probably not even fair. Like he's clearly putting the work in and then all that other stuff probably made his aptitude that much better to learn it Mm. and the strength to do it all in that and then the other side of it i think he comes with a big audience but there's no there's no anxiety of being in front of a crowd um confidence issue yeah yeah yeah, he has no confidence issues yeah it's not he didn't he didn't come from you know let's say a match at the performance center or even a match, you know, but in front of like a couple thousand in NXT mm-hmm. and then is thrown into like 40,000 people at WrestleMania or 80,000 people, whatever it is. This is a guy who has basically grown up with a huge audience. Yeah. It's fakes criticism. Yeah. You know, it, it goes through the whole thing. He's boxed in front. Of, I mean, he boxed Floyd Mayweather. Not, it wasn't a real match. It was an expedition exhibition. I, I get all that. But the bottom line is he's he's boxing Floyd Mayweather in an exhibition match at the Hard Rock uh, Arena there or whatever the hell they call it in Miami, you know, in front of 60,000 people. And then why why are we surprised that he doesn't get jitters in front of a WrestleMania crowd? I mean, he's done it. <laughs> yep. uh, he hasn't done the wrestling side of it. And then he put the work in. He's an athlete. He's, you know, the whole thing. So. But I give him credit for putting the work in. Uh, I, I I think the other side of it is my guess is Roman saw enough in those first two matches 
that he's like, yeah, let's do this. Because my guess is if Roman was like, nah, nah, we ain't doing this, it probably wouldn't have happened. So, you know, kudos to him, too, because he, I mean, he played it up in the whole build, went on the podcast, the whole thing, built it from there. Um, And, you know, if I'm Roman Reigns, you'd almost want to say, I want to squash this motherfucker. But instead, he, I mean, he kind of made a star in a sense. Uh, in that match, but still uh, continued with his dominance. White House, your thoughts? After the match was over, um, I read this before I watched the match. Uh, I, I finally was able to watch it tonight, and I enjoyed it. Um, Roman Reigns is on another level. There's just, it's just, there's just, it's just, he's on. He he's starting to be it's starting to be rock like what he's doing. And I and I and I'm not saying that that's because it is relative. He to me, outside of the whole Cena run, which I would rather forget that decade that it even existed, you know, he's surpassed Cena. No, I, I, I are we, are we in that. like the wild thing era now or yeah, dude, just just he's on a whole new level, and it's just he amazes me each and every time he's out there. But what Logan Paul Paul after the match when they went into the back, uh, Triple H led a standing ovation for him. So if that doesn't tell you where they see Paul, he is a future champion. I have no doubt in my mind. After watching that match, outside of my idea of Cody Rhodes. Be, being the one to dethrone Roman Reigns and somehow break off the belts. Logan Paul is your future champion at, at some point. Um, you know, I would love to see him doing it as a full-time wrestler, not a part-time, but that's just a personal preference for me. But it, it, it just, he just, it's solidified for me. One reading that report and then watching that match and the shit that he's doing in the ring only three, his third match. And you could see that, you know, that storyline of HBK kind of training him. You see that type of char- charisma in this kid. You know, it, it, it's not HBK, but it, it's it's HBK-like with his cockiness, his arrogancy. And he's just taking it, and he's being himself. And it's just, it's real and genuine. And I think that's why... There's 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 people resonating to him, and it's just it was it was really good. I enjoyed the pay per view, and that was a hell of a way to cement cement that because that was a fantastic match. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, uh, another another um, something I picked up during this match was when uh, Solo came out, dude. Dude looked like a fucking star. The music, he, he had the, the thick towel on his head, the crowd man. was going crazy. He looked like a star to me. I, I, he, 100%. It's only a matter of time. I don't think it's going to be the IC, but I, I believe that that United States title is going to be around that young man's waist uh, sooner than later. And, and it's just going to give Bloodline another belt. Um, sorry, another title. Um, but 
Dude, he's a million bucks, man. Yeah. His facial, his facial, his just his character. It's just, it's not like the Usos, and I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah, he's not a third it's Uso. his own. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's the third and Uso. And it's working, It would almost man. feel like demolition with Crush, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's not that. It's not that. He's He's part of the bloodline. He's a brother, but he's his own entity type of thing, you know? And yeah, it's he's just a, like he's a killer. He's a killer. Yeah, he's he's, he's 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 Arn Anderson of the Four Horsemen. He's the enforcer, yeah. man. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's just he's the enforcer, and it's just it fits. I love it, and and it's just I, I just I, I I enjoy watching him. And the less he talks, the better for me. Not to knock his promos. I'm not saying that at all. I just like his facial uh, expressions, and it's just don't like. When he went coach, you know, uh, he just stares him down until the point coach looks down, and then Heyman comes in. And no, does you mean the uh, not coach? It's right, uh, not coach, but yeah, uh, Saxton, whatever. Byron Saxton. Saxton. Thank yeah. you. The same you know, difference, but I get what you're same, saying. Right, right. You know, I just like he just stared at him, man, to the point where Saxton just looks down. And Saxton was a former wrestler, right? So I mean, it's just. It's just it, I I like his character. I I mean I everything the bloodline is doing is is it's fucking amazing. I well, mean it's that's my other over and it's just yeah. That's my my other thing with the bloodline. Hollywood, I'll kick it to you. Maybe get to expand upon this. I think Jay Jay's work has been fantastic. Oh. It's some of the best work he's done since he's been WWE. Oh yeah yeah when he's not cracking up laughing at Sammy. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's 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 been killing it too. Uh man, it's I know their their gimmick is the bloodline and it's a gimmick, but really like if you if you you look at like we just talked about Logan Paul, uh you look at Solo and he's so he takes it serious, number one. Number two, the guy has no confidence issues, just like we talked about Logan Paul. Yeah. And you know, to be in the ring in that segment where Sammy's just cracking them all up, he was the one that stood there. And, you know, he's in there. He's in the ring with his two older brothers and his cousin. You would think yeah. he'd want to have some fun, whatever. No. No. The dude no. takes it seriously. Dude does not crack, break character, nothing. He stands there like the enforcer he is. And that's what he does. I yeah. mean, all these guys are killing it. And, yeah, like you said, Jay, too. Jimmy's kind of, you know. He's the guy that's going to bang on the bongo with Riddle. You know, he's going to hit the yeah. bong, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay's Jay's the all the flip side of it. You know, he's the other. Yeah. He's the yin yang thing going on. Yeah. There. So yeah, they're all. I just think it's it. the uh, first time it. they kind of uh, Jimmy and Jay have kind of separated themselves from each other. Yeah. In a sense that it's very obvious, like, you know, I most people are like, oh, we we know who Jimmy and Jay are now. There's no confusion mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's a different dynamic for them. Um, and also, oh, let's face it, they, they've been one of the best tag teams in the world for a decade now. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. And, you know, doing it there constantly. Um, reinvented themselves a few times. Now you got this. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I'm pumped, I'm pumped for those guys because it's just it's great work. Um, you know, a uh, couple other things. From, uh, uh, what do you call Crown it? Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Thank you. 
we had a we had a cage match with uh, Drew McIntyre, White House's boy, and um, and uh, Killer Cross. Uh, or he's not Killer Cross in WWE. What is he? Carrying uh, Cross. Carrying Cross. I'm sorry. He'll always be Killer Cross to me. Oh yeah, Killer <laughs> Cross. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and obviously Scarlet is just like, oh, oh, yeah. oh God. Damn. damn, Scarlet, oh. uh, help me with your pokers. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I I read some, and it's probably dirt shit, bullshit, you know, internet fan crap. People are trying to say online that because Cross lost this match, Triple H is losing faith in him. I have but no, I look. I don't. I, I no. Yeah, no, I, I mean, White House jump in. I, I, I just took it as more like, all right, he won a couple against Drew McIntyre. Uh, now Drew got one on him. The way it kind of went down didn't really kill him, and we all know Triple H's take on kind of that fifty-fifty thing as you're building up a feud. So. I mean, was it really that shocking that he lost? I mean, I wasn't that surprised. And yeah. I, it wasn't in a way where he was buried. No, and, 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 and the, between the dirt shits and people's try, people's commentary trying to be Booker of the Year on, on social media, coming up with the, that cross has been buried all of a sudden. What are you talking about? The dude buried Drew for like two months, man. <laughs> the baby face... At the end of the day, the baby face is supposed to win. Even Ric Flair tells you that. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it played out right. You built, you built Cross up. Drew got one, and then it's time to move on. This does that defeat does nothing to 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 fuck what Cross, what Cross has done. If anything, this this Cross has helped Drew. To get that little killer instinct, that back, the little psychoness back, being top babyface for so long, you know, he got a little bit of that edge back with Cross. So, no, man, I, I I didn't look at it that way. I laughed when I read some of that shit, and I think it's stupid. And it just, it was good. It was a good storyline. Built both of them up, and at the end of the day, the babyface is supposed to win. Yeah, this is one of those. Examples of uh, getting shine, getting some shine by working with Drew. You know, people people need to realize too. Like, he didn't hit a wall. Like, he didn't lose the r truth here. This is yeah. Drew McIntyre. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> come on now. And, and it's not like he he's not gonna he's gonna lose a match and be off TV for eight weeks like he would in another company. Right. You know. And yeah. It's like, you know, he's not being buried. He, you know. <laughs> Outside of Bray, which we're still trying to figure that out, yeah. Drew McIntyre's the number one, number two babyface in all of SmackDown. So, I mean, he's gonna get one up somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's just now. Now they they still have an option. They could they could go with it, take a break from it, go back to it. I mean, they could go any way to with this. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just. I think it's just you know people try. It's funny reading posts and, and everything. I like to read them for comedy hour because everybody thinks they're the book of the year. You know, and it's uh, yeah, just, yeah. It's just if you keep it simple, stupid, and, and you see that it's, 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 this was a logical play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was building to this so Drew 
can get this win in the cage. I mean, it's 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 booking one on one. I mean, and 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 I thought they hit a home run with the storyline, you know, the whole the car thing, and and Drew getting had enough of it, and let's go in a cage to finish it. That's what cage matches used to be back in our day. Cage yeah. matches ended feuds, and this, I, I don't I don't know if it really ended this one, but no, I get what I you're saying. You know, I think yeah. it did maybe short term, and they can always go back to it, but. That's what a cage was. I mean, I, I you know, Flair never went in a cage uh, outside of War Games when it when it ended a feud. He just didn't go into la 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 la. It was right, to right. end something, and this was that. It would be so done on a big show or whatever. Exactly. Whatever the exactly whatever the whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I, I know we're, we're throwing a lot of kudos WWE's way on the last few shows and on this one, of of course. I'm going to take it a little bit another way here, and I'm not. I'm going to be careful here because I, I don't want to knock it yet. But I, I really want to get your guys' thoughts on this, and I don't recall any of us discussing it either. So, um, I really, I'm interested in what you guys think. The Bray Wyatt stuff. Um, Yeah. You know, we haven't really talked a lot about it. We only had the one. The last time we did the show was only that one appearance. And then we've had the next few since then. I'm getting a little bit of the sense that they're going to have to do a little more of this quickly. I it personally, I, I, I've other people have told me this friends of mine there. It's a little bit old. It's a little bit, it's almost punk like with AEW, but not remember when punk came in, yeah. it was like, it seemed like every show he was doing a promo and, I'm happy to be back, blah, 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 blah. And I, and I think there's more to what Bray... I really do think there's more in-depth uh, dialogue yeah, I to what Bray's saying. Of, yeah. But I think if you keep doing it this way, where he just comes out, he rambles on, you play the mask guy on the TV, um, I think they need to get a little more substance going here. It, it's This is not like when he came back with the fun house and it was very new and... You know, every week was a little something different, but it kind of, even that one kind of played out too long. I think we need to start getting to something here because I'm almost like, all right, where the fuck are we going with this? I I get it. Uh, You know, he's, I get the sense, and Hollywood, I'll kick it to you after this. I get the sense that Bray, when everybody, he's given the impression that he's speaking to the fans, and I think he's actually speaking to the white six. And all he's saying all this to the fans that he wants to say because of the love they showed him and everything else, that it's kind of a double-edged thing here. But I also think he's actually speaking to, like, the Wyatt Six and his personalities or whatever they end up being or his friends, his stable, however they do it, uh, which I think is really cool. I just think we need to start moving in some kind of direction. How do you feel? I think, yeah, I agree. I think actually tomorrow, SmackDown. By the time this yes. comes out, listening tonight, SmackDown. Good point. Uh, we're filming this on, or we're recording this on Thursday, so there is a SmackDown. If you're listening to this after SmackDown on Friday, just know we recorded it prior to SmackDown. Good. Good thing you said that. Um, yeah, I we've seen it two, three times already now. So I think what they're doing is, okay, so his new gimmick by coming down and thanking the fans, he's basically playing himself, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, his new character is him. But I think he's doing, like, when he's doing the, (laughs) and he's doing the breathing and stuff, like, I think that's him being him on purpose, but being more than him, if that makes sense. There's layers to this, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's layers to this. No, I agree. I just think, like, and, and and I'm not saying they should rush it. I just, I don't know. I almost want to start seeing a little progression. That's all. Yeah, I think I think the uh, the Uncle Howdy character. I think they're gonna do something like SmackDown tonight. Yeah, maybe someone comes down. If you know, rumors are it's uh, you know his brother. Um, it could be it, 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 the airing gave it away the first time he came out. Yeah, yeah, I saw that online. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, wearing the earring that Bo always wears. Uh, right. But yeah, I think I think what they're doing overall is like he's gonna be the main. You know, to put it in a Hardy sense he's the main vessel for the personalities yeah and i think uh you know uncle howdy is going to be a personality of him played by bo dallas so he's gonna have to conquer that demon but he's gonna play himself doing it if that makes sense right and i wouldn't be surprised if this is not bo dallas it may be in the vignettes that this uncle howdy is played by Barry Windham as well. Yeah, I you know, the uncle. <laughs> the uncle. I mean, you have to think, you know, is right. could it be I think there's going to be layers to this. Like Barry Barry Windham plays a role, Bo's gonna play a role. Christ, I wouldn't be surprised his his dad plays a role. You know what I mean? It could, I, it could I happen. There's gonna be some serious layers to this. And I just think that that's why it's taking so long because because yeah, I agree. They need to do something, but if they rush it too much, you're gonna the fans are gonna miss it, and it's gonna be a complete dud as well. So you got to balance that end out as well. Yeah, and AC, like you're saying, if your uh, if your boys are already saying, "All right, let's time to move on," that's a pretty good indicator, right? I kind of feel the same way. You feel the same way. Maybe yeah. you know we have to take our time with this and do it right because you know this is crazy Bray Wyatt shit. But yeah, yeah, you don't want to lose the crowd because everything's. Right. So far, every everybody's been into it. So you know, and then you know, you get you get you get freaking Oscar, Oscar, and Alexa at a promo before their match, and you see the Bray Wyatt logo. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's so, dude, there's like so many fucking layers to this. So yep, yep. I'm kind of curious to see where they go with it. I'm glad the bastard's back. Um, you know, because he's so damn good, and I'm curious to see where they go with this as well. The one thing I want to ask you, fellas. Is I liked I liked the um, match they started with. You know, they came out guns blazing with. Uh, they started the pay per view with uh, Brock and uh, Bobby. Mm. You know, I, I liked I liked how they they came out with that. It's just you know, it, it, it to steal your phrase from last month. Hunter's just whipping out his dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. think I I actually think this is a brilliant strategy from Hunter. Um, and I'm glad you brought it up because I was thinking about it watching it. This is Hunter saying, "We have Brock, who's a big star, who we can utilize to sell, you know, whatever tickets. You know, I mean, not pay per views because I know 
What what do they call them now? Hollywood premium uh, events. Premium, pre- events. Pre- premium, premium live, live events. events. Yeah, yes. premium Sorry. live events. Premium so they can sell tickets to premium live events, and you get and you want people to watch the build and everything else. So you you got this great draw in Lesnar, but he doesn't have to be in a title picture. Right. <laughs> he doesn't have to be in the main event. So this is a brilliant way to use Brock, and I and the fans love it because they get to see Brock. They get to see him fight an opponent that at least looks like he's supposed to be in the ring with him, right? And Bobby Lashley, of course. He fucking looked good, man. Yeah, and, and this God. is a brilliant way. This is a brilliant way to use Brock. And this is another one. I don't I don't think you've seen the end of it. Because no. obviously Lesnar gets the win. Um yeah, in, in a hard fought battle. And then he got his ass kicked during the match and after the match. Yeah. So you know, Bobby still came out of it looking strong. Um, and, and here's the thing, and I, you know, we're, I don't want to get too inside baseball here, but we don't know what, you know, the prince over there in Saudi is requesting, you know, for the royal family. Like, the royal kids need to see Brock Lesnar win. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think there is a little bit to that. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, so going on here. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I think you got, that's, you almost have to factor that in. Um, but, they do it in a way that still makes Bobby look strong. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'll I, say I too. It. Like, it's a good point. I, I'd maybe two months ago, we we were talking on the show here about uh, them putting the emphasis on the U.S. belt for Raw, and can they yeah. get it elevated enough, dude? You got to give Triple H credit because now, Shit did, man. you know, you got Brock, you got Bobby, you had Austin Theory cashing in, you have Seth as the new champion, like. All of a sudden, man, we're looking at this as it's it's the raw brand title right now. The U.S. Yep. belt. They did it. In what, two months? Yep. That belt has relevance now. I, I can't believe it. This is probably yeah. the most relevant that title's been in yeah. the history of WWE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, since, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if you if you fast forward to Monday, <laughs> uh, they, they used the cash-in on it. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah and... and, and, and I did see a meme that was kind of funny and it was like we're doing an open challenge or, or it showed like Seth saying I'm doing yeah, no, an open challenge bad, yeah. yeah and then it says that you know you got <laughs> what's his name um Austin Theory I'll cash in like dude it's an open challenge you don't got to cash in right type of thing um I I think I think listen I think I think they closed a couple gaps by doing it that way uh Listen, is it the best booked way to get rid of the money in the bank briefcase? No. But I also think that they weren't letting him anywhere near Roman anyway. You're right. It just That's didn't make any thing. sense. Yep. By, by him cashing it in on the U.S. title, you've now set a precedent where you can cash in on the U.S. title. You can cash in on the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. You can cash in on, you know. NXT the, the, title. The unit or NXT, I mean, which they have set that precedent already too. Yep. You know, and a universal title, whatever. So you're going to cash in on whatever title it is. But also, this is, I don't, we don't know what Vince had planned, but clearly, Hunter's not going in the same direction. So (laughs) we'll have a little fun. We'll fuck around with the briefcase, but let's, let's get this thing out of the way and let's move on to other things. Now, is he going to bury Theory after this? I, I don't know that. I, and maybe he just wanted to get it off him. You know, maybe, you know, 
who knows who knows how he's gonna gonna play it out. But um I think you I, should bury him a little bit because in my opinion, when I see that okay. guy, I think he's okay. I think he's okay. I think he's okay on the mic and I think he's okay in the ring. But I think better. that was way dude, that was way too much too soon for him, in my opinion. Yep. And you could see it. They you know, Vince was telling you through the storytelling, this is my guy. He's handpicked. This is my guy, whether you like it or not, he's gonna be my guy. And I think Vince looks at him and thought and thinks seven years down the road, he's gonna be my guy. And and we all know how that ends up because yes. the fans fucking hate when he does that. Yep. Yeah, and I think I, so. I, I think, think should, yeah, Hunter might have saved him a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I think that's Push why him down and build yeah. him back up. Yep. I think they just stick him back down at NXT, build himself back up again. I mean, mm-hmm. NXT could use a star like his because mm-hmm. I, I his his mic skills aren't bad. I, I I I dig the kid in the ring, and you know I think that this was way too much for him, and Vince just that Vince shine you don't want. Put him right back in NXT, bury him a little bit on there, and let him go on a run. You know, and I think that that would be let Sean get his shine on him. Yeah, and that'll be yeah, a lot, yeah. hell of a lot let better. Work, yeah, maybe hell let him work with better. Michaels a little bit. Yeah, you know, hell of a lot better. And I'll take that Vince Vince shine off that you don't want. You know, because yeah, exactly, it's just, you're gonna get the reverse effect from it. You know, and I think that's that's what they should do. But who's who knows what they'll do? But you know, I just, you know, I, I read something the other day where Lashley did an interview, and he wants to he wants to somehow get the Hurt Locker back together again, and uh, dude, that would be pretty cool. But this time, I like to see him do it. You know, they did the heel thing. I like to see him do it as a face, mm-hmm. a face stable. Maybe go against Judgment Day. I don't know, but uh, down the road, but yeah. Well, you almost but, you almost wonder he he almost came off as a heel in that Lesnar thing. Yeah, yeah he totally. almost did. Yeah. You know, well, maybe but, not almost. He probably did come off as a heel. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was you good. Know, it was it wasn't good. like you know other guys who walk out the babyface or the heel tunnel then act like yeah. babyfaces in other places. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I got. I just got to keep throwing a few shots just to segue. Oh, yeah, you got to keep it going. But there's there's know? a couple more things we should talk about. Um, before we get into that, uh, obviously, uh, good segue, White House. You brought up the um, you brought up the uh, uh, the Finzi group there. Um, Judgment na- Day. Judgment Day. Thank you. Uh, I'm so terrible with names. Judgment Day. Obviously, they have the the uh, feud with the OC OG club here with uh, AJ and the Good Brothers. And now you have uh, Mia Yim, who's gotten involved here. Obviously, we're going to have some kind of Survivor Series type match or four way match uh, with um, with Judgment Day and uh, Rhea. Obviously, they had to have some kind of answer for Rhea as she was uh, wreaking havoc on the OC, the OG club. There, uh, you know. Listen, I I'm not the biggest Finn Balor guy, but I think this is probably the best gimmick he's done. Probably the most like substantive. Uh, the dynamic with Dominic and Rhea has really driven that story, though. And uh, obviously, you bring in OC. Or I mean, I just, I almost just want to call him Bullet Club <laughs> myself. Well, Michael Cole did. Uh, yeah, I know. You know, yeah. like I'm not. I mean, 
the name drops for Michael Cole, man. You got you got New Japan, you got Bullet Club, you got the current never open champion, <laughs> and you got three time IWGP tag team champions. What is up with that? Yeah, well, Great I mean, question. and then you have you have Finzi, who was an IWGP Junior champion. They brought that you, up too. Yeah, you have AJ, who obviously carried the IWGP yep. title two yeah. or three times himself. Michael Cole, you know, all that Cole, stuff, man. Yeah, I, I yeah. Mean, um, definitely is not. I mean, that that's a change. Anymore. That's definitely a change with yeah, having man. Hunter at the helm because Vince wouldn't. He don't want you to bring that up, uh, which is different. So that that's cool. But you know, you got that feud. Um, I, I, oh, speaking think, of Mia Yim, we gotta we gotta give uh, Otis a shout out for listening because I think uh, we were talking how Mia Yim should go to WWE, yeah. not go to AEW, right. to yeah. work with her husband. So yeah, shout out Otis, yeah. keep it going, yeah. man. Yeah. You like yeah. it? I thought yeah. uh, outside of so uh, you're saying Otis took over for Uno? Yeah, uh, yes. Or yeah. maybe they both yeah. listen. I mean, who knows? Oh, they do. They, maybe. They I do. mean, obviously, obviously, this is gonna end with Beth Phoenix. Down the road with Rhea, rip, uh, with Rhea, but yeah, but I don't think you're. I don't think honestly, I don't think you're going to see that no. to like probably, probably WrestleMania. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, right. So that's down the which road, which is I think this is why but, they're doing this now. But, yeah, well, I I couldn't think of another. I mean, we were wrapping our heads around it. You know, would it be Charlotte or it, mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't really fit outside the name. This one fits. She fits, and uh, you know, I, I thought they picked a good one. To 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 be that uh, to be that chick in the OC. So I mean, I think it's going to add a, another element to this. But yeah, we're definitely going to get a Survivor Series match out of this for sure. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of War Games, Survivor Series. Yeah, I can't fucking wait, yes. bro. I can't fucking wait. Do, do, we, awesome. do, do I know? I didn't um, read any spoilers or anything. But we do we know what the War Games match is going to be? It's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, Five on. It's gonna be ten guys. There's gonna be two matches, but ten. I'm assuming it's gonna be a ladies one and a guys one. But well, I mean, got guys. first time ever. You can't yeah. stop the first time ever. I mean, no. Did but, you, uh, speaking of first time ever, Michael Cole, first time ever stipulation match in Saudi Arabia with women. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, are, are we? Come on, bro. Like, come on. Who who told you that, Tony Khan? <laughs> First time ever before 3 a.m. on a yeah. <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah. Come on, come first, on. First time ever, ROH at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> That's on. brilliant. Booker of the year. Tony, yeah. great show. Sorry, we got to leave to go watch the UFC and NXT. Bye. And, and, oh. and, and I, I wasn't a big fan of the match again because I'm not a big Bel Air fan. I mean, she, but. You know, the golf cart bringing out, dude, were they doing a little trolling there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that really was bringing that, out the golf cart? Yeah, was that was that to troll live, like troll the live golf thing or what? No, to troll, uh, um, uh, you know, AW, Sammy, Matt fucking Hardy. Yeah. Oh, Sammy. yeah. Oh, That's shit. How, I how did I? Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Oh, is that that's why they? First is that why they made on. it look so fake? <laughs> that's that's, dude. Seriously, because that makes all the sense motion, in the world. And oh, she no. was just standing there, like, 
Yeah, I know. Waiting, waiting. Yes. Well, That's you know, the, the only thing that bothered me about the golf cart thing is when they were like going on the roof. You could kind of see it collapsing, and then you see the ref like yeah. he's like trying to hold things up to make sure it doesn't fall. I'm just like, all right, get him off the roof. <laughs> get him off there. Uh, oh, hey, yeah. I wanted yes. to bring I wanted to bring up a point about Bailey's ass in this match. Mm. Okay. Now yeah. we know Saudi Arabia, bring they gotta be uh, they gotta have that skin covered, pal. Yeah. Tight clothes, yeah, pal. But those tight white pants, sure. Uh, as long as it covers and it's tight, yeah. Yeah. Sure accented that ass, didn't it, boys? Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> God. No, uh what do you guys think of the uh because I noticed through the uh even the referees, the female refs had long sleeves on. Yeah. Like you can only see their their hands basically. Um I mean, if you're yeah, I know they're getting a boatload of money from the prince. And there was the issue of Sami Zayn not being allowed in the country because I guess he's Syrian. And Syrians cannot go into Saudi Arabia, the kingdom. That, I shouldn't say it, the country, was, the kingdom. Is that the reason? I think I figured yeah, it was something. It's his, yeah. nat- it's his nationality. I mean, Kevin, well, Owens, Kevin Owens refuses to go. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys I'm think going, it's I'm time be... for them to do something? Like, even some like, how about a little flex of the muscle? Like, no, this year, this year, if you want women. They're going to be able to wear their gear or something. They got to do something eventually, right? No, nope, they I mean, I mean, out for that dollar. You man. know what it is? It's money. It's the blood money. Let, let's be fair here for a second. You know what? I watched it this time, and most of the times when they've been out there, I haven't watched it. Um, but it, it, I watch it because WWE's been better. But let's be fair. There's still this is still blood money bullshit from them. Oh sure, yeah. You know, I mean, it. it I, I'm not going to say it's Iran, as we see what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. But it's still the next level down. And and I'm not listen, I'm not gonna listen to this crap from Stephanie McMahon or anybody else from WWE that's gonna sit there and say, Oh, we're we're making progress for women. No, you're not. See, you're, that's you're my not point. Ma- you're I'm not, not making see- progress. Right, 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 right. You're not you're not seeing the progress because if you were making progress from women, you would go there and put on the show the exact way yes. it's supposed to be. Now, let me ask you a question. If the UFC was to do fights there, Dana White, would, do you mm. think he would say, like, oh, get, uh, uh, women fighters, you got to wear bodysuits? There's no way. No, he's he's going to do one of two things. He's either going to not have women's fights on the card. Right. Or he's or, not going to go. Right, exactly. And I think he chose the latter, not going. Well, he also fights in the uh, – they do theirs in the, uh, uh, the other one there, the – uh, Abu Dhabi and uh, yeah. the UAE. They've been fighting there forever, so it's a little bit different. They have a little bit different relationship. I get it. Uh, and le- and let's let's be honest. <laughs> we all know what went down with these, the Saudis and the uh, the um, journalists and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I mean, listen, yep. the, the president of the United States, love him or hate him, whatever. It's a story for another day. Uh, went over there and has been trashed for the last three months for giving him a fist bump. And, and the WWE is over there hugging and kissing and taking their money. So I mean, I, let's be honest. This is not like they're not they're they're not doing anything great for humanity here. I'm sorry. It's all bullshit. No, this it's is, what 
what did they get? Ten million dollars for this, something like that, or a billion I mean, or something or another. More than that. It, it, I think it was I, a they billion. probably they probably pro. It, it, you know, here's the thing too: is you don't really know what the dynamics are because, from what I understand, is they get a boatload of money for doing the shows, and then the like to get Lesnar over there. And when they got Shawn Michael, I read that Shawn Michaels got like three million to do that match. Over yeah. There. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's why he did it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, listen, they they could try to sugarcoat it all they want. It's crap, and I, we see people doing this with golf, and you know, money talks and bullshit mm-hmm. walks. I get it, and who knows if we were in that situation, what we would do? Oh, I know I, what I, just, I would do. I'll be I doing the same goddamn thing they're doing. Right, so. right but you know, you know, but here's the thing, though. I think I I, I I'm just. I think there's like a dishonest thing with them with this, where they they are trying to present this as we are going there to break down barriers. You're not breaking down oh, that's barriers. Bullshit, man. The the only the only thing you accomplished since going there was getting women on the show because the first show there wasn't women on it. Right, right. And yep. the reason was because they couldn't wear their gear, and then they decided, oh, we're gonna put women on it, but we're gonna dress them in full clothing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and then you, and there you go. Sami Zayn can't go because he's this. You he can't get in the country, the whole thing. Uh, I get it. Other countries have other laws. And you obviously, they're in business to make money. And I'm sure their shareholders could give two flying fucks where the money comes from as long as it comes in. I get it. I just, I'm just saying, I don't take this, you know, we're, uh, we're breaking down barriers thing is a bunch of bullshit. I, I just have the, I just, I just, I just have the utmost respect for Kevin Owens, man. He won't do it. You know what I mean? He hasn't done it. He hasn't gone to any of them. Yeah. And and I, I, kudos to him, man. He's standing by his friend, you know. And you won't let him in. I'm not going. Yeah. You know. And 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 and, and Brian Danielson was the other one. They want uh, the the uh, the prince wanted him there, and I think I don't think he went. Um. Well, it might have been it, it might have been the carbon footprint he was worried about. You know. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you remember you when he was that evil those... hippie guy? It was hilarious yeah, when, he so it was. when he had the remember, the remember when he, was, he had the belt, and then remember when oh, remember when he had he was he was take he went to the the merch booth, and he was he was had the feud with AJ, and he he had AJ's gloves were in the plastic. Yeah. Look at all your gloves are wrapped in a plastic. <laughs> <laughs> so, fucking, so fucking funny. That was one of the characters. His man, I love that character. The funny part about it is, and uh, Edwards and I were just talking about this a couple days ago because I sent a I sent him an article about how fucking you know recycling's a work, and he was like, "Ah, oh, dude, I always knew fucking recycling's a work." You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, no, I mean, listen, I, I listen. If you're gonna work, you know, I'm sure half the listeners just turned to show up. What do you mean? We're saving the lives of animals in the ocean by not using straws. Okay, you cool. Keep thinking that, bro. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh boy, uh, it's a, yeah everything everything yeah. everything's a work for us. All right, you, you know, before yeah, we get in, I got one. yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, everything. Go ahead. So every you had the two like the lottery right? elections. <laughs> yeah. there we go. It, I, you know, as I didn't find the women's matches all that great, right? There, I thought the tag team match. Uh, was 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 pretty good till you know, and then Nikki comes out and does what she does, and we, we had the last woman standing match, but 
that wasn't WWE's finest, right? We could admit right. that. Right. But that shit's still better than what <laughs> AEW's women's is doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on it, but that's just yeah. how deep the women's roster is. I mean, I mean, I thought Alexa Bliss looked good. You know, I'm a big Dakota Kai fan. You know, I, I, I all, EO Sky, I think she's ridiculously good. You know, and, and Asuka's Asuka, of course. But goddamn, dude, those, those four, if they were in AEW, would be like the best thing they ever had, best thing that divisions had. I mean, outside, of course, of Britt Baker, of course. But, um, but it seems like she's head and shoulders above everybody else there at the moment. But just, it's just, that's how deep that women's division is with WWE, man. It's just, you know, even at not even not at their best, it's still better than what the other company at their best is producing. Which yeah, not not really saying much to be honest. No, no, and, and you know, and it's just it's just it's just they're just head and shoulders. I mean, think of you know, future champions in WWE. You know, I could see Solo a couple years down the ro- road. You know what I mean? I think they're building him. Oh, we're talking Logan. about guys again. Yeah. You got Logan Paul. You could put the belt on him. You could believe that. Cody's coming back in a month or two. You you know, Randy right around the corner. You can't see one more run in Randy. You know, before well, he I don't I don't want up. I don't want Randy to break Cena's record. No, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and then you know, Sheamus, you know, Gunther. You know what I mean? It's just like Gunther. These these fucking guys, this this company is reloaded again. You know what I mean? And it's just like Well, you know you know what's funny? Company, you know what's man. funny about you saying it? Every single person you just brought up, every single one of them was there with Vince. Every no. one of them. No. So it's not even like they're yep. reloaded again. It's almost like they're just utilizing talent better. Right. Yep. You, and, and you could throw Bray into there too. I mean, they got yeah. 10 guys that you could I can't name ten in AEW to put that belt on. Yeah, not nah, but you know, part of well, part of it too is they're keeping people relevant on the mid card by actually having mid card storylines sure. and feuds that are built that make sense that are going to lead up to a pay per view. Yeah. You know, I just like, think, I just think I mean we just we just talked about it with uh, Judgment Day in the in the OC Double yeah. G over there, right? Fucking you know, and there's no title attached to there. that. And, 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 and they have a million ways they could go leading out of it. Either. I mean, we talked about eight. We just threw out eight to ten guys, right, that you could put the belt on. We didn't name Brock. We didn't name Bobby. We didn't name Finn. And we didn't name AJ. There's, yeah, and you can there's name four more. You can name, yeah, you can name all those, too. Uh, <laughs> there probably is a couple more, too. You, yeah. you probably didn't yeah. name Drew McIntyre. You know, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. You know. Johnny Gargano, Karrion Cross. Yeah. We're starting to get in the twenties now. <laughs> and you got, you know, you got Seth doing, so, doing Seth? Some good things, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you listen, know, they're, they're stacked. Comes back. They, all, but they also have, you know, five hours, not counting NXT. Sure, five hours of TV to fill every week, and they're just filling it better right now. You know, it, are there lows in the in the show? Yes. Yeah, they're gonna be. You there know, are other things not, that I don't like. Uh, yeah, I'm not digging this Johnny yes. Gargano Miz thing. You know, I'm not digging it. I think it's a little fucking weird. But, I mean, 
It's yeah, giving them something went to do. Sideways a little it bit. did went it went yeah. whole sold sideways, bro. Not yeah. where I thought it was going, right? It it got you know? a little goofy and yeah, yeah. Weird's a good word, yeah. You the know, other thing I, too, he did uh, Triple H. Speaking of, I don't know if you guys saw the Nikki Cross twenty four seven match. Yeah, twenty four seven title match. Yeah, he got rid of it. He retired. Got rid of it. Yeah, had a match, gave it to Nikki, and she well, she tried to throw it in a garbage can, but I guess she missed backstage. <laughs> like it went and missed the garbage can, but whatever. Yeah, that's he done gone. So I actually saw another funny funny meme. It was the. WWE 24-7 title is now all elite. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's I'll hilarious. buy it for $40, $40 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it on Jungle Boy. You're going to... you know, here, here. <laughs> Oh, man. We got a lot to get into. Yeah, we do. We got a lot to get into. We do. I, I gotta ta- your... go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to take us down a path. Go where you're going. Let's stick with okay, WWE. Just, just real, quick, real quick. Yeah. Uh, White House, to your point about the girls uh, in AEW, I, I think it was, was it last week, AC? I was texting you and Stames about the uh, the impact. There was a six-woman. It was like Mickey versus Deanna and Chelsea Green. And Yeah, yep. Yeah, I heard there, about that one. I read about that. Very good. good. White House, it's it was just, really good. They get into the ring and they yeah. wrestle, and it's yeah, just man. so nice to see. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be you trying to find that on YouTube, man. I want to watch yeah, it. It was a good match. You're so right, so spot on. I mean, Taraza's in it. I mean, here you go. And there, uh, I read a report yeah. where, where Hunter wants to bring back Chelsea Green. Also, she be in my virtual so Well, tonight on Impact, she uh, she lost to Mickey James. She almost retired, Mickey. Yeah. And they filmed the they filmed the vignette outside. Deanna was trying to stop her. And Chelsea's like, I'm going home. I'm done. Deanna's like, Where the hell are you going? She's like, I'm going home. And she just walked away. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. This, and they've been doing a good job of writing people off. It's almost like they're writing them off the show. Yeah, yeah that's the impression <laughs> I got. Yep. And yeah. they uh I read also read an interview where uh um uh, I read two different interviews. The first one was with Hunter, and they asked Hunter, "Would you be? Would you ever bring back Zack Ryder?" And he said, "No, I won't. I wouldn't bring back Zack Ryder, but I would bring in Matt Cardona." Okay, which is the perfect answer. <laughs> perfect answer, right? <laughs> and then, and then they asked Matt Cardona, "You know, you know, would would you go back?" And as you know, some would Zach Ryder go back? He goes, No, Zach Ryder's dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, dude, I'm telling good you, man, it was a really good answer. I would love to see the Matt Cardona character in the WWE that's run by Triple H. I'll tell you what, the I, matches I, that, that he can have. <laughs> somebody right? might hear this and want to punch me in the face for saying this, but Matt Cardona <laughs> under Triple H. He could be top of the card ish, yes, can he? he? Oh, yeah. I mean, I have no doubt in my mind. The one he's on in the way. Indies, it's believable now. He is, you, know, you know what was funny, too? When he was in AEW, I remember we were doing the shows, and I, I just felt like he was bigger the right, than anybody else there. Yeah, it wasn't, oh, yeah. Right, it wasn't the right place for him. No. He just, yeah, I yeah. don't know. He yeah. just, it looked awkward that he was there. Right. Yes. And so. then, you know, Impact's fine. Was it, he had a good run? He did. 
he got versatile, you know, his stuff with GCW. I, I mean, I I watched more GCW than I care to admit because of Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. And I thought I thought Hunter, I thought Hunter, that quote from Hunter, dude, I, I, I'm like, that's the right fucking answer, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the pulse. You know, he has, he knows what's out there. And, and you know, and it's and it, and it just, it's just, it goes, he, you know, he gives, you know, he gives Michael Cole the stuff to say about New Japan for like, for the first time ever. And now you, you get this quote from him that, no, no, I don't want Zack Ryder. I want Matt Cardona. Dude, that's the perfect fucking answer, man. And then you get, and then bring Chelsea in. I mean, the, the dynamics that you just brought in, you just made that, you just made your mid, your, your upper mid, your mid and upper card better on both, on both, both genders, men and ladies. Yep. Yep. It's just insane. It's just, it, it just shows what happens when the company's going down the right path. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we haven't been on the air in a you know, couple weeks. But during our during the, the little World Series hiatus, Hunter hit his first 100 days. So so before we go down the down the path of negativity, you know the president gets evaluated after the first 100 days. Guys, what yeah. do you think of Hunter's first 100 days? I like it, White House. This is great. And you, know, you know what's great about this? Like new president comes in, right? And you have discussions with your friends and yeah. you know. AC and we say shit a lot of shit but uh <clears throat> first 100 days what do you want to say well if triple h takes over he's got to get rid of the fucking 24 7 belt done <laughs> check right <laughs> and you could go down the list i want to see storylines in the mid united done. States intercontinental <laughs> champion relevant again check check done. <laughs> yeah. bring back bray wyatt you know check. Yeah, yeah, bring yeah. back bray wyatt check yeah. you know you know we we Go back to the old logo of NXT. Get rid of the 2.0. Check, check. Yeah, yeah. Let's throw in. I'm going to let my best friend, the greatest WWE champion of all time, run it. Check, 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 check. <laughs> true. You know, true. And just, you know, I mean, is he perfect? No, because this whole Jardy Gargano thing. Oh, let's bring back Gargano. Check, check, check. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and oh, Oh, the best one of all. Let's bring back Cody Rhodes. Well, you got to give that to Vince, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to give that to Vince. Sorry. Yeah. Got too excited uh, for it. That's, that's, that's my pal. But, Why are you giving away yeah. my, my wins, pal? But, <laughs> but no. You know how many I, lawsuits I had to pay off before Cody came in, pal? <laughs> I, 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 I give him an A. You know. I give him an I A just, as well. Yep. You know, I just look at it, you know. We we were talking and we we were gun ho and, and 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 AC tried to play that even keel, you know. But um, but all in all, man, hey, I, I mean, he's bringing back the viewerships on Raw. SmackDown's gonna be hitting, you know, they're both gonna be hitting three million to where they're going in twenty twenty three at some point. You know what I mean? I Definitely think I think the real the real uh, litmus test will be that. Uh, Royal Rumble to Mania time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, if they get a real big pop there, I mean, that could show you something. And, and listen, I, I, I didn't say what I said about Hunter to be negative. No, you didn't. No, is, I, I'm just no, not going to buy in until you give me right. a reason to buy 100%. in. 100%. No, it wasn't a knock. 
You no, no, no. yeah. You know, we no, I know, I know, I know that. I know that. What, what grade are you giving him? Yeah. Casey? What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I think you guys are in the ballpark. B plus, A minus in that range. I, okay. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go too crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think the biggest grade I could give him is what you said a few months ago. It's not degrees of bad anymore. You know, I well, think that's, that's that, probably the best grade that's a I win. can give him. That's a win. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's not. I mean, we could go other places for degrees of bad, but I don't right. think it's there. Now, my, my, uh, now we'll, my, we'll get we'll get there in a second. Yeah. You know, I want to I want to I want to throw something out there okay. before before we get to the uh, the negative stuff and the a well the AW stuff, which is one and the same. Uh, I don't know if you guys have followed this or not, and I don't know all that much about it. But Nick Aldis in uh, NEW yeah. Yeah. NEW. Uh, NWA yeah. are in a beef. Him and Corrigan are in a beef. Uh, it sounds like he's done with the company. They suspended him. He planned on showing up for the show. First, they pulled him out of the title match, and then they pulled him off the show. Uh, I mean, I guess he's making some claims about the women's wrestler not being the women's wrestlers not being cheated right. Him and Corrigan are on the outs. Uh, White House, you're the big out. This guy, yeah. Uh, what do you think? Um, I think it's I think it's good, good and bad for him because I think this does open the door, you know, especially where, you know, the potential, you know, Nick has always been asked about a run in in WWE, and he always took the he always took the uh, he always took the you know the road the high road of, you know, I'm building something in NWA. I'm enjoying my run. Being NWA champion is one of the greatest things of my career, and I'm just enjoying, you know, just working at this and building something. Could be Cody pulling him in too. Now, now this is where, dude, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I think it's all connected. You know, Corrigan screwing him over, which it did. He didn't have to pull him from the title match. You know what I mean? And and, and he's coming out saying he's never going to get a title shot ever again, which. You know, let's go with the big fat guy, or let's not, or let's go with National Treasure. Okay, we'll go with the big fat guy. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm a big fan of his. Just one run, just see what he could do. Could be a, as a uh, surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble, dude. That's I mean, I'm, that's what I'm have. That's what I have my hopes to. White House um, throws back out again. Um, hey. Yo, I would love to see that cat have one run in the, in the WWE. You know what I mean? All his accomplishments, being in that spotlight just once. You know, Mickey James have her one last run before she retires. You know why not? Stars I are. I, I often wonder if, if Mickey James is really going to let. I I, I kind of think this TNA thing, this Impact thing, is going to be her her swan song. Maybe and maybe that that opens him up to, you know, let me go there, let me do my run, and then you know they can kind of ride off into the sunset together, yeah. uh, or you know who who knows, uh, he become a coach in NXT. You know, there's a lot of things that could happen. Dude, uh, what do you think, you know, Edwards? You think this is shot? I think I think it's a work. I think it's a complete work, and I think all this is going to be at the next NWA show. Uh, I just think it's. It's too out there. Like, yeah, the way he 
always talked and he was like the sole employee of nwa at one time carrying that belt i just i i can't believe it's too hard for me to believe that it's even real Mm -hmm. i just i can't believe it fair point but my god i I didn't didn't follow it closely enough to really get a feel that's kind of why i brought it up because i wanted to see what you guys were thinking about it Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean i could see it either way uh, you could probably see him wanting more, you know. Who listen? Hurt feelings in wrestling is like, you know, right. I don't know. Take a number, man. Take a number. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm like, look what we're going through at AEW. I mean, it's a fucking joke. I, you know, uh, I, I, I actually sent Edwards two weeks ago a, a Twitter thread and podcaster who is apparently pretty pro AEW is in the been in the media scrums and everything else. And he tweeted that he didn't like the matchup with uh, with uh, Flex Luger there, Jade, and Marina Shafir because he thinks Marina Shafir stinks and half the uh, AEW women's roster, like, went hard into paint on him. <laughs> like, it, it reminded me of when um, – it reminded me of White with uh, – what was that What was that promotion, Edwards, that White – you and White used to do the show, the weekly uh, show on – CWF Mid-Atlantic. Yeah, so so for, for the old school Cool Truth listeners, you'll remember this. Joe White was a huge CWF Mid-Atlantic fan, and then they were doing their shows on YouTube. So he and Edwards used to do a post-show, the unofficial, totally official, unofficial post-show. The official unofficial. Yeah. The official unofficial post-show, which was fantastic. And they did nothing but pretty much put the show over. And then... There were a couple instances where, you know, somebody who likes to rock the boat might have rocked the boat a couple times and, you know, got some of the CWF Mid-Atlantic wrestlers mad at him and they had a production mad at him. Me. <laughs> oh, and, dude, it, was, know, it wasn't just you. Oh, no, that's just, that's like, no, that's the point I'm getting at. Go, so go it kind of started that way. <laughs> and I always took it as like good natured ribbing. Uh, I actually had. Uh, two on-air debates with two different wrestlers they had. Uh, the one, I can't remember his <laughs> name, that did, had Trevor Lee. And he was just like, the only thing I said, which ticked him off, was White had us watch the match. And I thought the match was really good. But I said it should have been five minutes shorter because his opponent kind of blew up. And he took he was like very offended by me saying that. So we had like a debate, but it, it didn't. I I kind of wanted to be like the heel, and like you know, I basically wanted him to come on and trash me as like a fucking podcaster that doesn't know shit. And he just kind of like whimpered away, which that one didn't work. Then we had the uh, the Twitter battle with the head of production because I didn't like the way he shot the show, and he he went on and on about how I was wrong, which is great. But I would have rather done it on the air. It never happened. And then they had another wrestler who was using TK Orion's uh, entrance song, the oh, same yeah, song right. he used, yeah, yeah. the best around from Karate Kid. And, he, and he, he was billed as like an MMA fighter from the Doku Dunjo and all this crap. And, and it, like he was supposed to be a heel, but his mom was in the crowd making everybody cheer for him. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So I totally trashed them. And White gets him on the air. And we're supposed to have like this big argument. And it was just like totally like, like fizzle. Like he gave me like as supposedly like 
I'm supposed to be the asshole. He gave me like nothing to work with. I almost felt bad for him. I almost was like, did I make you cry? You know what I mean? It was Dude, so he all was, that. Pistol. He was too yeah, nice. I think like he I, he nice. was just totally too nice for what he was. Yeah, yeah. like he, he should have went on the air and went at me, and right. he just came on and was just like, well, da, 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 <laughs> and like was making all these excuses, and I was like. You're basically making everything I said about you right right now. So, and I, I didn't I didn't even want to attack him anymore. So anyway, so I, I stopped doing it because I was like, oh, this, I wanted to have fun with it, and it wasn't right, fun yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. But then after that, White kept doing the show. And at some point, he said something that one of their wrestlers didn't like, and they, like, attacked him on Twitter. It, it, was, it was fucking ridiculous. It was. First of all, they never even... Gave him a free ticket. They never gave him a dime. He put the fucking show over for years with with Edwards, without Edwards, with me, without me. You know, went to all their shows, did all this great stuff about him. And, and listen, White pisses me off too. I get it, but he says one little thing a wrestler <laughs> doesn't like. Pisses me off. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. But he says one thing they didn't like, and they went in this total. We're gonna trash Joe White on Twitter mode. So I went on the show, and I'm like, fuck these guys. I was like, who the fuck are they? I was like, you're the one taking your time. You're spending your money and your time to go to the show, enjoy it. You're, you're paying for Audis and merch. Then you're coming on. You're watching their show on YouTube. You're breaking it down every week. You're, you're giving them free press. Uh, listen, whether you had 20 listeners or 200, doesn't matter. It, it, they were Obviously, he was gaining traction because they were all interacting with him. Yep, and the yep. one time he said something they didn't like, they all attacked him. So I went on the air and I was like, fuck them. I was like, they're sensitive little bitches. And it, it's just true. And you see this with rest, you see this behind the scenes with wrestling all the time, which makes me not that surprised that everything that's happening in AEW is happening right now. It just it, it doesn't surprise me that I, I when Jazz was training, where she was training, I saw a lot of bullshit behind the scenes. I've heard it from every damn pro wrestler that I know, whether they be indie or above, about all the drama that goes on in the backstage. And the problem with AEW is, in this sense, is Tony Khan let that all get out. So would it shock me if the Aldis uh, Corrigan thing is real and it just got out and they just decided to hash it out publicly? No. Would it shock me if it, Hollywood's right and it's a work? No, but it, if you know anything about these guys, this is why if it isn't work, it'll work because it's totally believable that this yep. little yeah. bullshit would yep. turn into some big thing, i.e. a fucking the Young Bucks trying to murder Punk's dog <laughs> and, and uh, Ace Steel biting Kenny Omega. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they didn't try to murder his dog. I You get what I'm saying. I'm. Being, I'm joking. And that, that's kind of the impression I'm getting. Like, maybe Corgan and Aldis looked at each other and said, you know what? We can Nick, use this. <laughs> Nick, you're CM Punk, and I'm Kenny Omega. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Let's work this shit and see if we can Listen, get some eyes on the if Aldis car. calls him an empty-headed dipshit, you already know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem a, is, be a sign. Punk, Punk was in line. <laughs> Man, I really I really get the sense that he didn't, he didn't like... Uh, he didn't like Paige. And I and listen, I think Paige got a little receipt from Moxley. I'm not saying that Moxley meant to knock him out, but they did do the promo the week before 
Moxley rolled out of the ring. I don't know if you guys did. We talk about this on the show. I can't even remember. I don't know if we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we oh, brought yeah. it up. Yeah. Moxley rolled yeah. out of the ring. Then he came back in and kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just yeah. like, you know, you know, all you kids back there got to watch your mouths. I think he was sending a message with that. I also think he did wrestle the match stiff, but that also is Moxley. So, whatever. Uh, but anyway, Hollywood. Let's start with you. Let's just okay. get into it here. You watched Dynamite last night. I did. Where the hell are you with AEW right now? Man, I am so close to not watching it. Uh, And that's just, it's sad to say after, you know, three years, four years of, you know, I was doing this on YouTube too when they started by myself after, you know, the SOS thing. Well, yeah, Bobby. Uh, That's true. I forgot about that. You were we've we've put time into this company and man, I watched this and... I'm seeing 90% of the guys were either in WWE, NXT, or uh, TNA in 2007. I'm seeing uh, shit that doesn't make sense. I'm seeing homegrown guys getting put into a garage door for a five-second spot. Who's supposed to Ricky Starks? Yes, (laughs) Uh, by a guy that disappears every two months named Lance Archer, because you don't really want to push him. You just bring him in when you have a title tournament qualifier, whatever the fuck. (laughs) And then he's going to disappear again. There's so much shit. And I'm almost at a point, like I said, I I texted you uh, yesterday. Uh, The main event's going on, best two out of three falls, Sammy Guevara and Brian Danielson. And it sounds great on paper, but I'm sitting with my kid half one eye on that and one eye on YouTube watching a, a big fat guy chugging Mountain Dews and we're laughing at that. And I'm looking at this and I'm going, what is happening right now? I'm more entertained by this fat guy chugging Mountain Dew than this goddamn two out of three falls match that was booked like dog shit. And, and, I'm, and I'm going, yeah, this is the main event. I look at the clock. It's, it's 10 to 10. Um, this, is, this is it. This was the show. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, I don't even know if this is worth my time anymore. I'll tell you what, Friday nights, I'm done with that show because that yeah, is a piece of shit a waste of an hour, whatever you want to say. <laughs> so you didn't, I, you know, I was, that's funny too, because you didn't hear Mike Tyson on commentary because I didn't either. But it was, it's funny because Khan came out and said, oh, Mike Tyson was great. I got commentary. I can't wait and bring him back. I, commentary. Like, dude, I, I didn't hear, I didn't, I don't need to hear it to know that I don't need to hear it. Yeah, it's like what is shit he, on. his his whole idea of what commentary should be about the flow of the show, everything is just not right. No. I, I, I just don't know what, what other way to say it. Um it's it's beyond Jekyll and Hyde at this point. It's it's to the point where he's doing more on Twitter to try to get you to watch his show. Then he's actually doing on the show to get you to watch his show, if that makes any sense. Yeah, because and, you know, I, the, the one thing that really got me pissed off last week, they rolled out the acclaimed with Daddy Ass, and yeah. you made the comment, AC, during the week. Okay, we're just going to forget that Swerve cut his fingers off. <laughs> he just shows up, and they only did it to put over the foam fingers, right? Yeah, because that's that's what he had to do. Last night they go back to it. Swerves out in the ring for the match, the the big four way tag match. Yeah. Daddy ass comes running out, and I'm going, wait, the what? What last weekend didn't exist? Last week's show didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, like, what are we doing? 
And then the other thing, too, is was he trying to poke him? <laughs> like, his fingers were still taped. <laughs> like, you can poke him? Like, uh, yeah, dude. Let, it's let's so be bad. Honest. It's I am, bad. I, I'm a fan of the acclaimed. I was a fan of the acclaimed from day one, especially Caster. But let's be honest. They are becoming the AEW New Day. They, they're yep. a merch-driving yep. yep. machine. Yep. And it's... And ...with substance. It has nothing to do with telling good stories. You know, and Caster's still going to have his good, you know, his good raps and everything else. And they're going to make you laugh. And the Scissor Me Daddy. And Bones is great on the mic and all that. I'm not taking anything away from him. Like, I wouldn't take it away from the New Day. I'm taking away from the idea that them selling merch has now become more important than their characters on the show. Yep. And that's a problem because this is what's going to happen. They're going to drop the titles eventually, whether it's at the pay-per-view or after that. And they're going to now be constantly in the title picture for the reason that they're constantly going to be pushing merch on the show. Yep. Let's face it. In the last four months, how many new T-shirts have they had? Now you have the Scissor Me foam fingers. You know, they're, they're either, who knows what other bullshit they're going to come up with? They'll probably they'll probably just go full New Day and have Scissor Me cereal. Cereal, yeah. And and, and then you know maybe they're going to throw pancakes that are in in the uh, shape of hand scissors. I mm-hmm. mean, what? I mean, this is where I see this going. And here's the thing. And all I picture. Is the money mark, the dork, the booker of the year, back there laughing his ass off, thinking this is great. And that niche, hardcore, cult AEW following that thinks it's good, that cheers pockets, you know, the guy who puts a title belt in a fucking book bag. And he thinks this is all great. And, and it's just beat Shibata. Mm. Uh, oh, I didn't. I I, I was going to watch to watch the match. Don't I couldn't even fucking yeah. yeah don't, don't. First, first of all, you bring Shibata in to put him in on Friday night. It was a fucking joke anyway, which is why I didn't watch it. And fucking bullshit. You know, I, a couple specific things for me, and then I'll kick it to White House. The Wardlow Joe thing. Oh God. Never should have been together. Number one, but they are correct. Correct. And then Joe turns on Wardlow last night out of nowhere. And half the crowd is chanting, Joe, 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 which anybody with a fucking brain knew was going to happen. They haven't done much with Wardlow, partially because he's been in this war Joe bullshit uh, since he's won the title. He's it's it's almost he's almost stale again at this point, which is not shocking because realistically they other than the early runs of Cody Darby and Brody Lee with the TNT title mm-hmm. I mean they've all the runs since then have been atrocious go down the fucking list and then we're talking now this is two years of title runs that are terrible with that title it's just bad it's just bad mm-hmm. now you got Joe turning on him that whatever you you introduce Hobbs into the program last week I mean I, who knows where they're going to go with this? Are they going to go double champ with with Wardlow? Are they going to have Wardlow and Joe at NXT, which is a fucking retarded thing to do? But whatever. Uh, I don't know that one. That one bothers me. I almost don't even want to predict what's going to happen because I just think it sucks already anyway. 
fast forward to not even fast forward. Here we are with the Jack Perry thing. I love Jack Perry. I love when when he's back there in regular clothes and they're yep. calling him Jack Perry yep. and they're love taking it. him serious and he's acting serious. You you start to see that coming out. It's great. Yep. But here's what I know. The minute he comes out to wrestle, because Tony Khan spent so much money on his fucking entrance music, he's going to put on the uh, Jungle Boy boots and the Jungle Boy trunks and play the fucking oh, 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 and then he's Jungle Boy again. But when they're booking everything, he's Jack. But when he wrestles, he's Jungle Boy. It's it's stupid. It's stupid. Yep. That's the thing. A lot White of House. Isn't just, oh, sorry, sorry. Go go ahead. Jump in there. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go. You go. It's it's Let's not go. even it's not even bad. It's just stupid. Right. Yeah. That's it, like all of it. And, and that's worse than being bad because at least if you're bad, you're trying. If it's just stupid, like it you, you know what? Goes. I actually before White House goes, I actually want to sit here and bring up more examples about why the show sucks. But I'm struggling to think of more. Because, like you said, I haven't been watching Rampage like you. And the last three, four weeks of Dynamite, it's on the TV, and I'm watching it, but I'm playing on my phone. I'm watching it, and I'm messing around with something for Cool Truth Podcast. I'm looking at my fantasy opponent. Yeah, looking looking right. Yeah, yeah, looking at something else. I'm fast-forwarding. It's just just really bad. White House, where are you at? Uh, it's it, it, it's it's degrees of it's worse than degrees of bad, you know what I mean? Because I think they're finally, you know, we talked about this couple, you know, summers of when it when is when are they hitting rock bottom? I now feel that that's what they're doing, hitting rock bottom. You know, they're gonna bring up the punk thing and this thing and that thing. This has been building. This has been building. It started with Cody leaving. He saw the writing on the wall, and look where we are now. You they know? haven't booked a good wrestling show in a long time. I can't remember when, the when last you're talking time about when you're talking about show. a couple years ago when we were talking about Jekyll and Hyde. We used yeah. to not like three episodes in a row, and then you'd have that episode. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. That was entertaining. Yeah. It was yeah. good. Do that. Do more of that. I have not seen anything in six months. No. Yeah. And, and it's this this show has been bad, bad since Omega dropped the title last year at Full Gear. Yep. And we're sitting here today. We're sitting here today. Ten days from Full Gear. Yep. And, do and you we guys have yet to even really talk about anything that's going to be on the show. And do which you guys... White House, continue continue your thought. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just no, no, to you're fine. And and, and 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 before I get back to that, I'll ask you guys this question. Ten days before full gear, do you have a desire to watch it? No. Three weeks. We're three what two, three weeks from Survivor series. Do you have a desire to watch it? Hell yes. Hell yes. yes. That's where they well, are. I'll throw I'll throw the caveat in. I I do and I don't even know if it's I want to watch the show. I almost the most intriguing thing to me that could be a positive, could be a negative, but I'm not really ready to call it a negative yet. And uh, it's how does MJF 
carry the banner? Is he the guy to kind of right the ship here a little bit? There's going to be a tremendous amount of pressure on him coming out of this pay-per-view. Yes. There just is because I, I don't think bringing the elite back is enough right now. I really don't. No, because they're part of the problem. Yeah. Well, we don't even know what the reaction to them is going to right. be. Right. You know, and I think the one thing Tony's done that he's smart about right now is, especially because of the injury, he doesn't have to make a decision or make an announcement on Punk yet. So why would you? Especially when you have merch to sell, which is all he really cares about anyway, it seems. Uh, but if you if you announce now that Punk's out and you bring those three back, they're going to get booed out of every fucking building Dude. they go And not in the, you know, work heat way. That's going to be real, get these motherfuckers out of my face heat way. And I don't know that they can handle that, by the way. No. Uh, no, no, they can't. No. I mean, they can't I even know handle that. I, and I'm not no, saying that, you know that what no. Punk did was proper. I, I don't think it was. I don't think what Punk did was professional either. But we all saw how they reacted to criticism. Well, they didn't it just act a like executive vice presidents. They acted like spoiled little brats. Isn't it just a matter of time now when they come back, we see Jericho's new contract. Jeff Jarrett's there. What, what makes me believe that they're not going to have backstage shit going on against Jericho and against Jeff Jarrett? Hmm. Well, you know, I would, Hangman's I would, the guy. Hangman's the guy that say, "Oh, we built this ourselves. We don't. I don't need to take advice from veterans." Well, how are you going to work for Jeff Jarrett when he's telling you what to do at a live event? Because Jarrett will tell you where to go and how to fucking get there, and then punch you in the face. <laughs> well, there. That's well. That's, Seriously, that's a great, yeah. That's a great question. When, when it comes to, I'll take it in two parts. When it comes to Jarrett, or when it comes to Jericho, I think they'll be okay with Jericho because everything you hear is Jericho wants punk out. So they, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and and let's face it, they could say they Jericho Cole was Cabana. very very much a part of. Oh, they chose their sides, man. Starting this uh, with them, you know, uh, and we don't really know. I think Moxley sent some, you know, sent some warnings there, but he's not really taking a side, and he's definitely a company guy. Another guy who just signed a new contract, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, but in the Jarrett the Jared side of things. It could end up being another disaster for them. It could be good for them, but it could end up being another disaster for them. I'm kind of struggling to see how this works with Jared. If if the bulk of his responsibility is off TV, I think it's better. Not that I don't want to see Jared on TV, and not that I don't think you could utilize him here and there. Um, and I, obviously, they're going to do him in lethal verse. Sting and Darby. Mm-hmm. Which I'm looking forward to. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's a little not a not a great build up to it, but no, I mean, do you well, really I think need the match, it? I, I, I think the match yeah. is gonna be pretty good. Yeah, I get it. I, I think th- the match I, I, I think the match will be pretty good too. Yeah. And, I, and listen, you have them both there. They have already interacted. Um, you know, you had the factory guy paid to dress this thing, the whole thing. So you have you have a quick build. Okay, we could live with it. Uh I just I wonder what Everything, what you guys brought up is, are are we going to go back to a point where 
and this is where the show was Jekyll and Hyde and not very good, and they got away from it, where the Young Bucks were kind of booking their thing, and Omega was booking his thing, and Hardy was kind of booking his thing, and Jericho was kind of booking his thing, and then MJF and Cody are kind of doing their thing, and there was no show continuity. And then Khan kind of took that all away, brought it all together, made him Booker of the Year the first year, whether you agree or disagree, he should have been. The year that he got that Booker of the Year title was definitely the best year of storytelling they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got some of that continuity. I just don't think he's... I don't think his aptitude for wrestling st- storytelling is good enough for him to be the head of creative. I think you need to have creative people come up with these storylines, and then he could yay or nay or nix them if he wants to. But he needs more help with that, and he needs more help with a lot of things. Uh, but I think that's one of them. You could almost see this, though, going like Jarrett's going to grab a bunch of guys and do his thing. Jericho's going to grab a bunch of guys and do his thing. Moxley's going to grab a bunch of guys and do his thing. And then the elite's going to come back and go back to doing their own thing. And I honestly think that that's probably what's going to happen. I don't know how you guys feel about that. It could be, but he needs to realize, though, like, you know, and we touched upon it, like, maybe our last show. I don't even know, but. The stuff that Bischoff was saying about how he didn't like Tony saying that that he doesn't feel like there needs to be story attached to every match. And that's not exactly what Bischoff said. But let's take that for what it is. Tony needs to realize, like, you can't just have, like he said it in interviews. Athletic contests, one guy challenges another guy, and that's the story. There's no story. That's the story. Okay. But you can't you can't book your main event, Sammy and Brian, in a two out of three falls match. A two out of three falls match should be saved for a pay per view with a story behind it. Mm. They just Sammy called them out and suggested it last week. Mm-hmm. Boom! There's the match. Why would I give a fuck? And didn't he didn't he just Why? do that with Garcia? Yeah, I think he just had one of those with Garcia. Yes, and I yeah. think that was that had like a weak build to it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least at least before that match, you had the Garcia beating Danielson. You know what I mean? So at least you had that. Uh, and, and the other thing, too, is the, the blood all the time. The, uh, Moxley, Danielson, you know, uh, I just, they, they, I, they bleed every match. I mean, <laughs> I mean, whose whose idea do we think it was to have Colt Cabana on the show to fight for the Ring of Honor title and have Jericho go over? Whose idea uh, was that? I, I'm going with Jericho. It's probably Jericho. Yeah, Tony. I think I think he. Yeah. Well, no. I but I think so. Tony. So Tony's go. now he's now trolling Punk as well. Yeah. yeah. Jer- I think Jericho like, was Jericho was definitely against Punk in this whole thing, and I think Jericho definitely was trolling him. And here's Tony going along with it. The same guy who sat next to Punk sat there and let him say everything, went along with it, and shook yep. his head like it was true. I, I, you know, the guy's becoming a joke. I hate to say it. He really mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I don't hate to say it. I'm just being honest. Um, you know, there's a lot of goofy shit uh, going on. Their backstage segments are not very good anymore. I mean, you had let's let, get, I'll give you a perfect example. You had the backstage segment yesterday with uh, Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are paying the kid from the factory for playing Sting. Yes, and they they threw a nice little twerk in there, and that's probably QT himself. Yes, where QT took the envelope and then handed him like the boss, yep. a little bit out of it, cut. and like here yep. here's your cut, which I thought was like okay, you know, 
who knows if they'll go back to it. But when that kid turns babyface on QT, you think of that moment, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that happened. They walk away. And, uh, well, well, before they walk away, here comes Pockets, you know, with his yep. bullshit. And then after they do the bullshit with Pockets, I can't even remember exactly. They booked some fucking match. I have no idea. Maybe it's for, oh, it's, isn't it a title match for? Yeah, it's for his belt. Next Rampage. Yeah, his belt that's in a. Or Rampage, whatever. Yep, yep. So they go, oh, the Danhausen, of course, you got to have Danhausen there. Okay, another one. And then here comes Tremperetta, and he's calling Sanjay Lethal and the, the other big dude scumbags. And uh, you call us scumbags, blah, blah, blah. Let's have a, you want to have a match? Yeah, we'll have a match. Okay. Okay, yep. we'll have a match tonight. Okay, good. All right. You know what? Simplistic, but okay, you booked you booked a match mm-hmm. for tonight in the back. I you know, it was kind of too much going on. I get it. Here's the problem. Ding ding ding. Here comes Trent Beretta. Here comes Lethal. Lethal was in a suit five seconds before this. <laughs> it's not like they said recorded earlier. You know, you know what I mean? Give you the caveat. Oh, our next match was uh, brought was brought on tonight by something that happened in the back earlier tonight. I, if, if they said it, I, I will. I totally apologize. But if they said it, I missed it. I it just they went to a backstage segment, booked all that stuff within you know a matter of thirty seconds to ninety seconds, whatever it was, yep. and then here they come out the rest of the match. Yep. It's like you say, beginning, middle, end. There's, there, yeah. there isn't one there. The beginning there was one. 30 seconds before the end. Yeah. So there's not a problem with booking matches on any given show here that way. I just think there's a better way to go about it. And when you're, when you're watching the show and you're thinking it's, this is not very good, it's boring, I'm disinterested. Okay, here we have a backstage segment. Maybe this could get me into the show. And then you get all that convoluted shit. All right, yeah, okay, uh, all right, all right, all right, here's the match. Oh, I'll watch it, all right. Oh, here comes Danhausen. Oh, he 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 did his magic into Shan, Sanjay Jutt's dick. Okay, cool. Yeah, very funny. I get it. Ha, ha, ha. You know what I mean? Like this, this, I'm watching the show, and I'm just like, uh, it, when's it over? When's it <laughs> yeah. over? Like, why, what am I, why am I still watching this? Um, I, the other thing they booked for the pay-per-view last night, we should probably discuss because I guess Tony Khan came out and said there was going to be a newsworthy night on AEW. And after the show, we debated on what it actually could be. And we all came down to it's probably Soraya saying she's cleared to wrestle. Yep. Paige, for those of you who don't know, WWE fans, Paige is not wrestling in AEW as Soraya. I didn't find it like blown away newsworthy because everybody kind of fully expected it to happen. Mm-hmm. I actually like Britt Baker's promo. I did too. Because she says, this is my house. Well, bitch, this ain't your house. I've been here since day one. I did this match. I, I, I won the title. I've been here yes. doing this, doing that, blah, blah, blah. AEW's not your house. Da, da, da. And then Saray goes into this screaming, yep. you don't know what it's be to superstar. You don't know what it's like to get over in the business. You don't know this. You don't know that. And I sat there thinking to myself, now, if I didn't know any better, this poor girl was on the indies and uh, on the indie scene in Europe and in UK for 10 years and going all over the place. 
and she finally got her one break. She got the WWE, and she got over, and she became a superstar. But that's not what happened. Nope. No. But she was fucking like 21 when they brought her up to the main roster. Like, yeah. oh, I did all this on the back streets of this for what? A year? Mm-hmm. Like, what what are you talking about? Like, what, what are you going with here? Yeah. You you went to you went to Annex, you got signed. I don't even know. I don't even know what H you was when you got signed. I mean, she you got debuted on Raw at like 22. Dude. Like, come on. <laughs> I just found that. It actually like annoyed me. Like this is your promo. Like, and and we've we, I've seen this a lot with AEW recently. It, it was it's almost like the MJF thing. What he's been doing. I went to get my autograph from you, and you didn't give me the autograph. I went to sign with WWE, and William Regal said I wasn't ready. You know, I like John Moxley, and he wouldn't give me a hug. You yep. you know what I'm saying? Like. Now they're all doing it. It's just, ah, it's just this. Can you come up with something better? Come up with something. It's annoying because they all do it now. It's annoying. I, I, I I was hoping that, uh, uh, Baker would have, uh, said, yeah, we know, we, we know what else you did too. We could check it out on Pornhub right now, you know, like, because if you want to get real, which she yeah, was trying get to do, even though real, it was yeah. a lie. Even though it was a lie, because we know better. She was in WWE at age 21, whatever. Yeah. But if you want to get personal, I was hoping that Baker would have said something. But, like, she just let it die. She didn't say anything. As a matter of fact, Paige at one point said, oh, you got nothing to say? You don't know what to say to that, whatever. I was hoping, like, just fucking hit her back, because that's that's the magic of promo, right? She I didn't got, say I got, anything. I got, and to I me, got the impression that man, Brit... Britt was not prepared for that to go the way it did. It, it it was written all over her face. I get I I don't I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't are know you, if she wasn't uh, prepared or uh, if she uh, acted Soraya, like that. Do let me do a curveball on it, you think? Uh, do an audible. So she signed No, let's see. In two thousand and five at the age of thirteen. She made her in-ring debut as Brittany Knight, but this was with her family's promotion. She went on to hold several championships in the European circuit. Uh, After talent scouting in England, WWE signed her in 2011. So let's see, that's six years later, she'd be 19. They signed her at the age of 19. There you go. She was in developmental. She was at FCW in 2012. She had a winning streak in NXT, and she made her debut on the main roster in 2014. And so she was 21-22 at the age Jesus of 21. Christ. She won the div- youngest Divas champion ever, ever at the age of 21. Uh, yeah, then it goes on to, like, the WWE career. So here's the thing. Uh, I seriously doubt she was driving the backwoods of fucking uk when she was 15 maybe she was with her parents but like like let's think about this for a second you started your pro career at 13 because your parents ran a wrestling company and put you on the show Mm -hmm. which i mean i'd almost question why but that's a story for another day why you put your 13 year old on a wrestling show but i you know that's rather here nor there uh but she made it. It started. It started to feel personal 
I don't know if she necessarily Britain needed to necessarily take that shot, but at the same time, when they're starting to make this these these promos personal, we've seen it with Punk and MJF. We've seen it with MJF and Moxley. We've seen it with other guys in Moxley, like attacking him for going to rehab. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's attacked for that. That guy's attacked for this. Punk is attacked for leaving wrestling. The whole thing. When you start setting the precedent that we're going to make these feel very personal, they they got cringe. And I honestly think That's if Brit yeah. if Brit hit her with that, although the way it was going, she wouldn't have been wrong. Or she could have said, uh, you might have went up and down the roster too, you know, something, whatever. Right, yes, yes. And he would have got a oh yep, yep. But at the same time is like I'd be thinking, oh, but I also be like, mm, did mm. you need to go there? Like, do you really need to go there to sell this match? And that's what I was thinking the whole time during Soraya's promo. When Britt cut the promo, it was you're calling you you're calling this your house. I've been here since day one. I grew up here. I had the highest rated women's match on Dynamite, the the the, the uh, what you call it match, the you know whatever they fuck call it, uh, lights mm-hmm. out match, whatever. Uh, you know, long the best probably the best women's title run in the company when she had the title. Blah 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 blah. You could go on and on. I just think Soraya's promo. I I just I don't understand why she went where she went. Like you're uh, you're not a superstar. You yeah. just yeah. said. That every damn woman in that locker room is not a superstar. Because who in that locker room could be a superstar? Uh, I I mean, you can't even say Tony Storm or Ruby Soho. They didn't even do it long enough in WWE. But those would probably be the two names that would come to your head. You basically just called the entire women's locker room second rate. Now, we watch it and we know they are. But do you? Re- this is the way you wanted to do it, and half of the shit she said, she was getting booed. This is it. But this is the other thing I don't get with WWE or AEW, the the core fan base. You're booing the promo, but then after she finishes it, it's yeah, Soraya, she's coming up the ramp, and we're cheering her. And she, and then what would have made more sense? The heel, I guess. I'm guessing Britt's supposed to be the heel, but maybe I'm confused. No, Wouldn't it no, make more right. sense for Brit to hit her <laughs> instead of her hitting Brit? Yeah, well, they do that shit all the time. Yeah, it drives you crazy. Yeah, they're trying to make her out like, and don't get me wrong, she has a place in women's wrestling. In his historically, Paige does. Yeah, but she's they're trying to make her out like the legend coming in versus the girl that's been there. Yeah, but it's she's not fucking Mickey James, and that's what they're trying. That's what yeah. she was trying to yeah. do in the promo, and it just, it didn't work. Yeah, because she's yeah. not I, because we know better because we can Google how old she was when that, she that started. Is, that is a great that's that that was a, <laughs> yeah. that actually that actually is a great name to bring up because yeah, that's exactly what they're trying to make it seem like, and I don't know if anybody buys her that way. No, let's face it, the bulk of her really good run was diva time. Yeah. Yes. And, yep. and that kind of precedes the women's revolution. You know, all those first-time evers, mm-hmm. it was Sasha, it was Flair, it was Becky, it was Bailey, it was uh, even the Bella Twins at times. There wasn't really a lot of page in that, you know? When I, think I, mean, page, I mean, I bet I you if you go the, back. I picture the yeah. butterfly belt, right? Yeah. That was the diva yeah. belt, right? Yes. 
That's what she okay. won initially. Yeah. yeah. I, I she might have won the other title. I don't recall whether she did or she didn't. I mean, I probably saw the page page up. I don't even know if it really matters, but I saw the page up. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's what I picture when I think of her in WWE. Well, in 2018, she got general manager of the year. I mean, that's the other thing. She hasn't wrestled in five years. Yeah. So she had like a good three-year run, then got injured. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 2018 is when she was pulled from England. She got, she got hurt in December of 17. That was basically five years ago. Wow. Damn. It's been that long? Wow. Time flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I, t- I take that back. In 2015 and 2016, Paige went on a hiatus due to injury, undergoing neck surgery in October 2016. In December of 2017, she suffered an impact injury. So she had a neck surgery, was out, came back, had the impact injury, which was the Sasha Banks kick that, member she got hurt on, and yep. she wasn't active after that. So, I mean... I mean, if you're reading this, she came up in 14, won the uh, the Divas title, and was hurt for the rest of her career. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, she got more press for the crazy shit with uh, Berto Del Rio mm-hmm. than she did in a wrestling career. And that's yeah. and that's why that, that's true. that whole thing really didn't work. <clears throat> with, the only thing she said, I was embarrassed. My My drug problems were public. Well, you know what Britt's probably thinking? Bitch, I went to fucking dental school. I was in dental school when you were banging all these guys doing drugs. And on top of that, I'm wrestling now. Like, if you want to get real, (laughs) you want to get real about it. But anyway, we won't spend too much time on it. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, I mean, listen, you guys got anything else with AEW? I I, I don't even know where to go, where else to go with it. (laughs) I don't know either. I Uh, do want to... um, go I, ahead, I, Wyatt. Nah, I'm just going to say shit. Yeah, whatever you guys got, let's go for go, it. Go, go, go ahead. <clears throat> One thing I got was, and this kind of, I like this, but at the same time, it fucking annoyed the shit out of me because it shouldn't have taken this long. But Jarrett's promo. I thought it was great. But for the wrong reasons, because he's like, this is Jay Lethal. And he gives you a history lesson on Jay Lethal. This is Sanjay Dutt. Gives you a history lesson on Sanjay <laughs> Day. We almost, we bought, we buy companies wherever we go, whatever he said. And then he gave you a little, little history on uh, the big guy there. And I know we know that. And I know the announcers have said, you know, he was an NBA player or whatever. But why this long? Because the three, this is exactly what the three of them needed. Jarrett is now, you could see it. Like he's pouring glue over the three of them. Mm-hmm. And now they're coming together as like a, as a faction that makes sense, what the fuck has ten Tony months doing? after they put them together? Yes, <laughs> because for ten months they've been lost. They just look like three guys together, thrown together by Tony Khan, which is exactly what they were. You Jeff Jarrett some, comes in some. on day two and makes it all make sense for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's like a great that's point. That's one thing. Like if he, I don't even know what job he's gonna have, but if he can do that, oh, he's a he's a big 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 wig backstage guy. Well, I hope he has some creative input because if he can do that for them, maybe he can make sense out of Prince Nana's group and fucking uh, Stokely's group. And, <laughs> you know, just by telling them, look, this is what you need to do. Ethan Page, go out there, cut your promo and say this, say that, say this. It'll bring you guys together. Like if he's going to do that, 
that's a step in the right direction. And, and he, maybe maybe he could sit back there and tell Tony, all right, you're putting together a title tournament for the number one contender, and yep. the majority of the guys that are in it shouldn't be in it. Yes, <laughs> because stuff of this, like that. Because yes. of that. Yes. Because of yes. this. You yes. know, maybe it gets to exactly. the point where you know, if you're going to do one of these, let's get eight guys on a hot streak. And let's yep. tell everybody they're on a hot streak and why they're going into this tournament, not the guys that we just saw lose title matches and TV matches for the last two months, which is exactly what Tony did again. Yep. But, you know, I, I, I'm going to proceed with caution, even with Jarrett. Not that it's Jarrett's fault. Every time we see a new guy, you know, uh, you know, back in the day, okay, they brought in Paul Waite, they brought in Mark Henry, they brought in, yep. you know, we knew Malenko and all those guys were back there, and B.J. Whitmer, and then, you know, you, you, well, here comes Punk and Danielson, and, you know, here's this guy, and all these different guys that you think could get back there and bring some structure to the show and be like, hey, guys, this is two hours of TV that we want people to watch, and we want to tell them a story like it's a TV show, and you got to play a character like you're on a TV show. Right. It never happens. And I, I think it's a failure because of Tony. And I think it's a failure because of what we talked about earlier, where those elite guys have proven to be too big for their own bridges. And they if they're not going to take the coaching and they're not going to take the input, that's that's going to trickle down, maybe not to everybody. You know, it sounds like uh, Jack Perry wanted some input from CM Punk or Brock Anderson. Punk right, right. watched tape with us and broke down our match, told, told us the things we did well, the things we did bad, and come to find out the things I thought I did well, I did bad. And the things I thought I did bad, I did well. And Punk was doing that for people. But all the, all the Young Bucks friends... Eddie Kingston, maybe. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just throwing the guys out there that you see on like being the elite. All the, uh, shout out Uno, all the, uh, uh, which call it guys? The Dark Order. Yeah. Dark Order, thank you. All the Dark Order guys, you know, are, are, are they now saying, oh, no, no, we're, we're with these guys. We're, I don't, I, get away from me, old timer. You know, is, is Johnny Hungy, is he, is he, uh, sitting in a room with Punk breaking down film of his match? I don't know. You know what I mean? Or does he want to just be a goofball? Because it right. seems like yeah. he just wants to be a goofball. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Oh fuck! Did you get to see Impact tonight? Uh, I had it. I, not tonight. I haven't watched it yet. No. Okay. Did you see last week's? Uh, no, I didn't. See, I'm. I'm too. I'm tonight and last week's behind. Okay. My my goal was to watch it today, but I got tied up with some stuff. I'm gonna leave you a, a little spoiler alert. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, not a big fine. deal. Not a big deal. Uh, Eric Young and uh, the dude with him, can't remember, Joe Doring, who has cancer, had to step away a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So they're re rebuilding that faction, the Violent by Design faction. Yeah, they got okay. a newbie. They got a newbie. I've seen that. Yeah, they got two newbies. And one yeah. is Alan Angels from the Dark yep. Order. So yep. we saw him. He was unveiled. And then tonight they did like a little backstage vignette of them, you know, saying violence and ah, and Eric Young going, ah, yeah, 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 whatever. But all of a sudden, you see Alan Angels, and he's serious. And he can do it. And he's making the grimacey faces, like, and he's putting up the hand signal, like he's in a cult started by Eric Young. And I'm watching this, <laughs> and I'm going, okay, okay, now I get it. 
It's not Alan Angel's fault. It was just he had no direction on what to do. Yeah, he's goofing around with the young bucks. And he's the other goofing players. around on BTE with with the boys. You know. Yeah. So so there it is, right there. So if you take that as a like a prime example of what AEW could be and what they are, it all goes back to the elite and their buddies, like Cornette says, all friends wrestling, just doing what they do. So they they could have that show because obviously they have the talent to do it because you can see it in Impact playing out right now with Alan Angels. Just as an example, you know, it's a little example, but there it is. You can see it. Well, you know, this reminds me of when you brought up Aussie Open. Yes. And you're like, wow, they could cut promos. And then I've seen them on Impact a few times cut promos and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, right. They not only could they go in the ring, they're very they good. fucking pros. Yeah, they're yeah. very good. Yes, yeah. they are. So yes, I mean, New Japan. Tony's never going to tap into that because you know it's just he's it's above he's, Tony's pay grade, man. He probably did. Let me ask you a question: Does he even know they could cut promos, or did he just be like, "Oh, uh, you know, he he's on a phone call with you know." With um, Will Ospreay. And Ospreay's like, oh, yeah, I could bring my boys Aussie Open. Yeah, bring them over. You know, <laughs> I saw him yeah, wrestle yeah, on New Japan three weeks ago. But, mm-hmm. you know, no, n- you know, there's not a lot of background there. Like, how could we utilize these guys? Should I put them in a ring with a microphone and let him cut promo? I, you know, it's just, it, it, there's just a lot of things that this doesn't add up with the company. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, I, I mean, I, I'm probably going to hang in there for another week. Uh, I was supposed to go to the, to the, Dynamite next week. I'm probably just gonna work. I, I, I don't even want to watch it on TV. Really, do I really want to be there and be miserable? Uh, and I'm gonna watch the pay per view. I'm gonna watch the pay per view. I want to see what happens with MJF, I, and I want to see kind of how they come out of it. Yeah. But I'm very close to just. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know, listen. There's plenty of wrestling to watch. With Impact's been good. You know, I've watched a little bit in NXT. It's still not. It's okay. They got well, a lot I, of rebuilding I mean, to do. Yes, yeah, but I, but I'm also enjoying a lot of what I see on on Raw, and I think SmackDown's sure. a really good show. So, but AC, the, the the point you're making, I think, without saying it, is you know to quote King Firehawk back in the day, missable, right? Yeah. If you yeah. look at this, he missed full to say gear, that about the weekly ROH show, and he was right. Yeah, 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 exactly. If you look at the full gear card so far, I mean, the Sting Jarrett matchup didn't need, really need a story, but that's on. Jarrett's been in the company two weeks. That's on the card. Mm-hmm. MJF and Moxley. Okay, they they had promos. Okay, they had, uh, you know, he cut that promo. Oh, MJF's Regal. been off TV for three weeks now. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. So, so I don't I don't get that idea. Who thought that was a good idea? But okay. Main point, time investment on the show weekly versus the pay-per-view that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Is it missable? I think it probably is missable at this point, most of that show. Mm-hmm. You know, dynamite. I mean, so yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I guess they're gonna book the Jack Perry match mm-hmm. on uh, dynamite. I hear it's gonna be a cage match. I don't know all the particulars, but I don't really need to watch dynamite. Like, put the match together at this point. There's been enough substance with that feud. I almost think it's kind of dragged on a little too long because they did the cage injury and yeah. the. The turn, the double turn, the triple turn with uh, Luchasaurus. So, you know, I mean. <laughs> triple turn, yeah. I mean, yeah. What I, <laughs> so, I mean, but, but yeah, but there's not a But, you know what? This pay-per-view is going to be just like the last one where right now we're sitting here struggling to yep. think of matches. 
Yep. And you got Soraya, obviously, and Britt. We talked about that. So you got six, seven matches here we talked about. And that you're gonna you're gonna get there on next uh Saturday or Sunday, whenever it is, and there's gonna be twelve matches again. Yeah. And most of them are gonna be like, okay, what the fuck? You know? I mean, and, he's I also, and, and the ring the Ring of Honor final battle card too is gonna be the same way, I think. Yeah. For all the time he's put into ROH on the shows. I guarantee you we're going to look at that card and go, what the fuck? Where'd this come from? Where'd this yeah. come from? Where'd this come from? I agree. Um, let, well, let's, let's close on that. And that White House, final battle in Texas, the ROH stronghold of Texas, of all places. Uh, yeah. yeah, not 2300, not Hammerstein, not Baltimore. Yeah, you know you know where I'm going with this. Not yeah. Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah. We're going to do it in Texas. And we're going to do it at 4 o'clock up against Fucking the Army-Navy Lord. game on the same day there's NXT and the UFC uh, yeah, but World Class your... Championship Wrestling with Fritz von Erich took place in Texas, and there's a new movie coming out. So if we run Texas for for ROH, then people will watch it because Texas, because because the von Erichs. I'm going with less. I go. I'm going with under fifty thousand buys for that pay per view. That's my prediction. Mm. White House. Before yeah. we wrap up, you're the ROH guy out of all. Even though we all like it, you're the ROH guy. Uh, this has got to drive you nuts. It's it's it, it's pissing me off, man. It it it, it, it he's it, if it wasn't if it wasn't for Hunter doing what he's doing with WWE, reviving reviving that, wasn't it wasn't for having uh, New Japan, uh, especially that G one late summer, um, you know it wasn't be able to stream things from the past. Tony Khan. Is killing, you know, the things that I like about professional wrestling. You know, it's destroying Ring of Honor. The things that we were all excited about three, four years ago, about the what ifs and about the potential of AEW. He's pissing that away too. So the dude's fucking frustrating me. Um, uh, honestly, guys, I have a DVR. I fast forward stuff. Uh, this looks interesting. Let me watch it. If not, I'm reading. I'm reading clips uh, 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 about it on 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 social media. There's very very little of what they're doing that I'm enjoying, and thank God there's other options out there. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Uh, I I'm I got to be honest. I I have no interest in watching that RH paper. I just don't. I have zero. And it sucks because that was my that was my favorite company. Um, you look who came out of there, dude. God, Samoa Joe, CM Punk. Uh, you know, Cody had a run. Uh, Nigel McGuinness, uh, Tyler Black, Austin Aries. I mean, I could keep going on and on. Chris Hero. You know, uh, Kings of Wrestling. Uh, American Wolves, um, Briscoe Brothers, um, you know, dude, you know, it's just, you know, Kenny King in his prime before he became a douche, um, dude, it's just, it, 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 it sucks because it's just, you know, you really thought he was going to do something with it. And he's really not doing anything with it, except for having more questions. 
and there's no answers to. You know, now you got Chris Jericho holding a title. That, Ring of Jericho, the Ocho baby. That that doesn't need it, isn't doing anything with it, and it's just pissing on the history of that title. Well, the other thing too is it's the booking of this whole idea sucked because he started off with I'm gonna beat all the ROH champions. And then they realized that they ran out of them pretty quickly. And then it's like, I'm going to beat every guy that came from ROH. And I'm going to beat up the ring announcer. And I'm going to beat up the commentator. And I'm going to beat up the bell guy. That's, uh, okay. I mean, is this is this really what Chris Jericho's best usage? And I, and I, and I think Stupid, this has man. a lot to do with Jericho, too. I mean, this you know, Jericho's not doing this because Tony Khan's telling him. Uh, I think this is probably something they dredged up together and it's just not very good um hollywood final thoughts um yeah dude i think jericho's like he thinks it's funny but at the same time he doesn't realize that before aew started there was ring of honor and most ring of honor fans had to go over to aew so really, there's a percentage of the AEW audience that are the ROH audience, and he's just pushing them away for a funny haha. Mm. And I don't think anybody thinks it's really that funny anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, final thoughts. Uh, I watched Impact tonight. I DVR New Japan afterwards, and I've been watching some New Japan matches. White House will have to do like a special or something on New Japan. Absolutely, um, well, maybe, you're, uh, you're getting me back into this shit. Brother. Maybe next week we'll do a uh, we'll do a few full gear preview, which I mean we'll we'll fire through that quickly. At least what we know is going to happen, and then let's let's talk some New Japan and what's going on with that. So that yeah. that'll be a little tease yeah. for next week. Yeah, that sounds fun. In addition we're, to we're WWE probably after that good. get into yeah we'll uh, get into the uh, Survivor Series shit yeah. the week after the Survivor yeah. Series uh, uh, Thanksgiving with War Games. My God, I feel, uh, I feel young I feel, again. Yeah, yeah. I was just fucking a dude. <laughs> oh, thank you, H. It's about time. Oh, God, I'm in love again. <laughs> <laughs> so, White House, uh, final thoughts. You're in love again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna get out of here. Cool Truth Podcast Productions, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network. Be sure to check out all the shows on Retro Mania. We have uh, Kicking Out at Two, Gao Jing, um, Marking Out the Days, all that good stuff with Kobe and Dave. So be sure to check us out there. And, of course, Cool Truth Podcast Productions. There is a new Cool Down with AC up. Uh, talk about the Jake Paul fight, as we were talking about Logan earlier. I broke down the Jake Paul fight, and there'll be a new one this weekend. I'm going to do a UFC 281 post-show. So we're bringing back the combat sports stuff with that. And we have the bed and breakfast picks and... Uh, AC and the fan, which is if you're a giant fan, you'll like it. And if you're not a giant fan, it's probably not for you. But either way, Cool Truth Podcast Productions for Hollywood, for White House. I'm AC. Good night, everybody. Nighty night. Uno, listen to Jarrett. Listen to Jarrett.